And welcome back to another episode of Written and Directed By. Uh, today's episode, I have a good friend of mine, Brody Prather. Welcome. Thanks for coming. Not a problem, man. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to yeah. you. This, welcome to the first episode of the new year, guys. Um, it's going to be pretty loose today, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything planned. Um, but, you know, we'll just shoot the shit. Yeah, it's kind of like how normally <laughs> yeah, things go. Exactly. Yeah, I was just thinking, like literally right before you, uh, you texted me that you were here. I was like, "Damn, when was the last time I saw you?" Because I think it was like when you m- just moved here. Oh yeah, we went and got some to eat. Yeah, we got That's burgers. When we first first moved here. No, and that was such like a weird time because I remember like when we went and ate. Like I still didn't know where anything was at. Yeah, and like and I didn't either. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's kind of like I still feel that way. But now it's like when I drive places, I'm like, okay, nah, I feel like I know where yeah. I'm going. Like it actually feels for like now for the first time, I actually kind of, you know, this feels like home. Yeah, you know, when I was with you, I still felt like I was on vacation. Right for the for the first like couple months that I lived here. I'm like, this is awesome. I'm by the beach, and I didn't really have a job for the first two months. So I'm like, I'm just fucking living, and and then I got a job. I'm like, oh, okay, this is real. <laughs> oh, I know. I was enjoying your post. Like I was like super jealous every time I saw you. Like, oh, I'm just walking down Venice yeah. right now. It's night. I'm just like sitting in fucking Arizona. It's 115 degrees yeah, at dude. like eight o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't miss. I miss my family. I just don't miss. Arizona that much a hundred percent like I mean I love it don't get me wrong like it's great but I was just realizing like I could uh in one day here literally get up in the morning go surf or go to the beach and like hang out then maybe in the middle of the day go on like a hike a bike ride or something and then if I want go up and like night ski yeah up at mountain high literally all in one day yeah drive like three hours and go ski do this yeah and like literally not even three hours yeah like I was just it was an it took we left early in the morning, obviously, so L.A. traffic yeah. is uh, <laughs> non-existent then, luckily. But it took us an hour and a half. Oh, no shit. Literally, from that's our awesome. doorstep to this little cafe that we eat at. And that's literally just right down the road. But that's crazy. It, it's, it's amazing. It's like, honestly, yeah. I didn't re- way better than Arizona. I think that's like the coolest part about L.A. is that you could, li- you could literally, ha- that could be your day. Is, exactly. I mean, you could, you could probably do that in Arizona, like go hiking and then drive up to Flagstaff, but you know, yeah, you I can't mean, yeah, serve. Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. And I mean, and still that like you get up to Flagstaff, it's two hours, but I mean, if there's snow in the city and yeah. you know, that's the city and it's just interesting. Cause like you, you're in this LA and you're driving constantly for about an hour and you know, just on the, you know, 60, you know, on the 10 heading out and all of a sudden you just make a left and you go up to 15. Next thing you know, you're in like mountains right. and start seeing snow and you're it's like, nuts. you're right on the other side of the hill is LA. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. No, it's, it's like, it's definitely one of like, uh, definitely one of the better parts about living here and just yeah. the weather. And like, uh, I was telling you earlier, like I got up with my dogs and we go all the time to the beach and just go running around. And I mean, it's winter time. Yeah, it's cold, but I mean, it could be. Like in Arizona, it's like thirty-eight right, degrees. Right. Right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could, we could go to the beach right now and just chill. Like it, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it might be a little chilly. I mean, bring a jacket, but I mean, 
Yeah. Eh, yeah. Like there's, awesome. uh, there's like little beaches up in Malibu that have like fire pits right yeah. on the beach. I mean, maybe we shouldn't be talking about fires yeah. in Malibu, but, <laughs> but I mean, these are contained, Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, like seriously, you can go in there and just sit there and it's like the best, perfect weather, like a yeah. little fire sit there with the, like, I mean, yeah, it's a little chilly, but you bundle up and you're, you're it's, it's yeah. beautiful. I, yeah. I love it here. And there's just, there's just so much to do. I mean, you that, could, when I first moved out here, my, my now roommate, he's like, dude, you could literally do something different every day for the rest of your life. And there's just like endless things here to do. Endless. I mean, but, I, but yet I still do the same thing every day. <laughs> That's Netflix. That's just like Netflix. <laughs> I'm watching something new today. Yeah. The office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so true. Uh, my dad was actually in town. He's a native from Southern California. He grew up here his like whole life. Mm. Uh, actually, I was born out. He had me like my mom and him had myself out here in, uh, in Burbank. But then we grew up in Phoenix, obviously. And he was just out here and he took me on this drive. We were up actually in Malibu and went cut through the canyons and mm-hmm. he starts taking me all through these these neighborhood and houses. Next thing you know, we're in these back hills. Uh, I can't remember what the canyons were called, but it's a lot of the area that got some of the area that were burnt oh, wow. around that area. But it's like where Will Smith and like all these yeah. like it's uh, where Dean Martin's ranch. That's where, like, I guess, like, back in the day, Dean Martin owned, like, this whole valley, essentially, this major valley, and it just slowly, people have sold pieces hmm. of it off. I believe it's, like, Dean Martin's ranch or so. I could be wrong. Obviously, don't quote me, but I I yeah. remember that's what he was <laughs> telling me, but it, these these are just massive houses, and you're like, where where the heck are we? Yeah. <laughs> like, And then we finally came out over uh, on the other side of, like, the Hollywood Hills, and we saw, like, Hollywood Lake. I don't know if you've ever no. seen that. Yeah, there's like these lakes, literally on, on like over by the Hollywood sign. Like See, where all I, the I don't li- I don't <laughs> leave this like little Santa Monica area. Exactly. So there's literally this dam. I'll never forget. My dad takes me to this spot, and we look down. You kind of it's like this little reservoir, and you see like this dam. And literally past this dam, you just see the skyline of L.A. Huh. And I'm like, that's sitting right above Los Angeles. Like these reservoirs, like these lakes that's with little nuts. dams. Like if those broke. We would all get, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I didn't know these yeah. all existed, I, but I need to do more exploring out here. Just like, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks. Like, like you said, like I, I, me too. Like I've came here so much and still have yeah. no idea I, where the, I'm at. My problem is I love to sit here. Like I love this couch too much. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So yeah. it's, I'd rather just like wake up in the morning and just be like, you know, yeah, then then hey let's just drive around aimlessly until we find something cool yeah and <laughs> but it's like, you why? know why is that yeah, why? When, I, when i first came out here like i was going to museums i was like checking out all the cool things like and then all of a sudden it just stopped and i'm like and i realized it recently i'm like i don't do stuff like that anymore that's so like, funny even on the weekends like i have like the weekends do whatever i want but i still like just sit here it's like <laughs> I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm making that a goal this year to like do more exploring. Yes. Yes. No, I agree because I did. That's exactly the same thing I found you. Don't feel like you're the only one. Like when when my wife and I first got here, every museum, like we're going to see every museum on museum, like, yeah, because we're like, we live right next to it. Like, let's go see all those. And we've seen all these and all of a sudden it just like stopped. Yeah. Like same thing. Like it just stopped. It's so weird how that happens. How you just get like... yeah. comfortable or what you know i don't know <laughs> i think it was the the honey the honeymoon phase yeah 
the honeymoon, like I came here, like I said, I felt like I was on vacation. So I wanted to go see everything. And then all of like, oh, our first month of bills, our second month of bills. And you're just like, I don't want to go anywhere. Right. I pay for this house. I got to get a job. (laughs) I can't do anything until I get a life. Yeah. I need to stop like acting like everything's great. (laughs) Like get a real. Yeah. When reality sets in, you're like, I guess that $50 uh, museum ticket shouldn't. Yeah. It's like that's uh, and that lunch we ate right after because, you know, eating lunch in L.A. is just so affordable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I bring. That's why I. uh, the place I work at right now, like the all the guys in the office, are always like, "Let's go get lunch." I'm like, "I'm bringing lunch from forever now, <laughs> forever." It's because like, it's like I, I can go spend what I spend at lunch is just half of my grocery bill. Easily, so easily. That's, we do that Hello Fresh meals. Oh yeah, you know, it's 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 like eighty bucks for four nights of mm-hmm. meals, and it's and it's like worth it because you know, like I said, sometimes like we're working long hours and like, yeah. I don't come home till late and my wife doesn't come home till late. And I mean, it's not fair for either one of us to have to be like, Hey, you, you need to start cooking because yeah. I'm not home. Cause I'm like, Hey, I mean, it's just not, or like, Hey, can you go hit the grocery and grab something to eat? Right. This is kind of cool. Like pre packs everything for you oh, cool. in like separate meals. And it gives you like little cards with all the instructions on it. That's pretty cool. And yeah, it's all fresh meat, fresh vegetables. So it's like, you got to make it like yeah. that week or everything's just going to go bad on you. And yeah, it, it takes not I've like not one meal takes longer than like a half hour to make. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I was thinking about doing um, Blue Apron. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. So just so, yeah, I would just look at see what price. I mean, like better. right now, I my my work schedule is like I can afford the time to like cook and like grocery shop exactly. on my own. But it's yeah, like, yeah. do I want to? <laughs> well, it's like because no. I still go for lunches. Yeah. Like like I just was like uh, at. Uh, Whole Foods the other day so I still go for like lunches yeah per se, but as far as like dinners because that's what's always hard like lunches are like those meal prepping right meals. like okay make this like just that just yeah eat it and get I was doing that for a while on Sundays I would be I would like cook like meals up to like for Thursday and I'm like you know maybe mm-hmm. Friday I'll go out with eat the out, guys yeah, you know exactly well that's how we kind of look at it if, like we get the meals sent to us on Sunday so if we can, like, you know, and then we'll go to the grocery store. Usually I'll go on a Monday. Mm-hmm. I'll go to the grocery because I usually we like, I mean, I guess it just depends when we shoot. It used to be when I didn't have a job. Yeah. It was always Mondays. Like I'd go yeah. Monday and get all the lunches. So like that day I'd prep all the lunches. So like Tuesday through Friday we'd have lunches and we'd have dinners like, you know, uh, basically Monday through Thursday. But it always gave us that one night where if we're like, let's just go get sushi. Right. Like, like, dude, we're like, I don't want to cook. Yeah. You don't want to cook. Like, so oh, it gave us that one time. It's so, I feel like it's like, I don't know if it's because it's here or it's like personality or what is it so easy to just be like, Hey, what's on Postmates right now? Instead of like, you <laughs> oh know, I have a whole f- fridge of food. It's I like, know. you know, no. And it's so easy. Yeah. Like, I spent so much money on Postmates last week or like last couple weeks. Cause I had the flu. <laughs> So I didn't want to leave. Yeah. Like even my mom from, from home, she's like, Hey, what can we order you? Like, I want to get you some food. Yeah. So they even postmates me food from Arizona. Like they would find places here that were close by. That's awesome. But, and that's yeah. when it's worth it though. Yeah. That's like when I truly believe it's like worth it. Yeah. Like when you're like, dude, I just can't go anywhere. Or like, like the, the thing I hate, like that I, we literally, me and my roommate did this last night was this plate, this burrito place, half a mile. He's like, I don't want to go, yeah. but I want it. So we so Postmates bad. it. I mean, it was like a $3 delivery fee, which isn't that bad, but it's like, but like 
We could have just gone and picked it up. Oh, you know? I know. And, and that's what, like, I've, like, I used to be the same way. And now I'm, like, if we're post, if it's, like, one of those really close ones yeah. where I know, I'm, like, no, I can't. Like, if, yeah. if, if I'm going to eat that, like, so I always, I'll still eat DoorDash or Postmates, but I'll make sure I eat something far it's away. It's far away. Because, yeah. like, if I get something close, I'll feel so guilty. I'm, like, no, yeah. I could just go order it. Could have walked po- there. Yeah, you know? at this point, that just defeats the purpose of yeah. me doing this. So I'm getting something far yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I actually did DoorDash, like, when I first moved here, you know, like, just trying to yeah. find jobs. Like, I'm like, what's something with an easy flexibility? Because, like, I applied at, like, a few different places and, like, didn't get anything. You know, just, like, regular daytime yeah. jobs. And I'm just like, you know, screw, like, trying to, like, you know, throw myself at a job that it's like I don't even want. Oh, that's where, I'm, that's where I am right now. You know, and I'm like, you know, what's something, like, kind of flexible, like. You know, that can make some money that, like, you know, I can actually throw myself at film jobs. Right. Instead of trying to throw myself at a freaking Starbucks job. Or, not, I mean, not per se, but, like, yeah. you know, it's I just, know I mean, just day-to-day jobs. Yeah. And so, I'm like, oh, why don't I just do, like, somebody's like, oh, do, like, Uber. You know, I'm like, nobody's getting in my car. Like, yeah. I pay, you know, yeah. money. I'd rather do, like... like Uber Eats or exactly. Postmates. I'd rather do that than, than have someone get in my car. Exactly. So, yeah, that's what I chose Uber. I chose DoorDash, which was like I kind of did some research. And that everybody said that seemed to be like the best as far as mm-hmm. they make a decent amount of money. And like, you know, the hours are good yeah. per se. And so that was actually really interesting. And like I, I now I know like sitting on that side, like I'll, I'll go to this like restaurant, you know, and I'll get the food and all of a sudden it tells me where I have to drop it off. And I'll be like, that's literally around the corner. And I'm like, what lazy pieces of yeah. shit. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Like that yeah. I'm sure that every time I order something, someone's like, are you kidding me? Oh, I, know. <laughs> I used to just like do the show. Oh, and like the, the stuff that I've experienced doing that. It's honestly like it, I did it like it's to the point where I'm like, I don't want to do anymore just because of the shit. I did. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Like it just became like a, a, such a hassle because like me, I, since the time I've used it, I like, you know, I look at the map. I see them come in. I'm like, yeah. you know, like me, like I, I usually would walk out because like luckily, like my location is just like, a, you know, a little like duplex. So it's like yeah. a house. So I can just walk out. And but like I'd get to these complexes. It'd be like this huge complex and they would put uh like you know their their you know door like you know what room there but yeah. you know i'd get up to the ring and it would have to buzz me in so i'm yeah. like sitting there you know you now you have to like text them get there and yeah. this is all timed you right. know like and it's just like then you're sitting there just literally on their doors like on the bottom of this tower like waiting for them to buzz you in they're like okay hit this button and you do that and then it's like you're just sitting there and you're like did that work and you're just sitting there and so, you know most of the time it did yeah. but like sometimes people would be like oh did you hit pound you're like well you didn't say that you just said press 205 <laughs> you know like you didn't say press pound 205 yeah. like i i don't know your system here and that and then like some of the people like i had this one person that was just like set the food on the ground ring the doorbell and leave Ooh, that's oh, yeah. That's I was so like, weird. oh, my God. I'm I'm like, you think I'm going to leave? No, nah, I, <laughs> I, I rang that doorbell and slow the slowest walk I ever did. To my <laughs> car, just Slow motion walk just away. Looking back, I'm like, I was just waiting to see this like hairy arm grab the meal and just snatch it. <laughs> it's in. a fucking Yeti. <laughs> exactly. No, and it was crazy. But like weird stuff like that. And then. um. Oh, I bet. So, so you're now you're on working on a show or what are you doing now? Yeah, dude, I've been honestly blessed to get on this, this docu style reality show. Um, 
kind of just started out as a day play gig mm-hmm. and it can, you know, just right place, right time. Yeah. Uh, I just think it was, uh, I feel like that's a lot of LA just jobs, especially <laughs> it in, is. in the industry. Yeah. And especially this is like one of those shows. It's a cool show. Like, uh, I mean, I, I started watching after, I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't watch it until I got yeah. on the show. But then like <laughs> when I found out what it was, I'm like, Oh cool. Like, and then I started realizing, I'm like, well, I didn't realize actually how many people watched it. Um, because I, because my wife actually kind of asked me, I never even paid attention. She's like, how many people really watch it? Because everybody, when people ask, where is it, what channel? I'm like, well, it's not. It's on Facebook Watch. Oh, interesting. You know, which is kind of neat because Facebook is really just yeah. trying to bring I, a lot to I've noticed Facebook that there's like watch. a lot more stuff like you can only, like, only on Facebook Watch. Yeah, like like the new real world's coming out and it's only going to be on oh, Facebook Watch. Yeah, so like, and then that Jersey Shore was on there and... Uh, so they're really trying to make an outlet, you know, a one-stop shop, yeah. you know, from shopping to social That's media cool. to news to watching TV. Um, and so I started looking like our, we just started our fourth season and the first oh, wow. episode had, has like 5 million views. That's crazy. Yeah. So I was just like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, awesome. like, you know, I'm like, so like, this show. Maybe I'll get to keep this job. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so it's like, keep on watching people yeah. so I can have a job. So no, and it kind of just started as like a day play, and then it's like yeah, one day in this mm. week, and then they're like, you know, hey, you're great, we'll call you again, yeah. and and then it's like I got another call. Usually, usually when they just got a little bit bigger of a, a, a yeah. you know day, they needed maybe so an weren't extra you, hand. Weren't you um, like driving the vans for a bit? Or? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it kind of started. That's like I mean, it's PA work, right? And you. you sh- like, you know, it kind of luckily, I mean, I've done office PA work for them and I've done the field PA and I applied to a lot of office PA jobs. I'm kind of happy I never got a lot of them yeah. because now I see the difference between really being an office PA and being like yeah. just a PA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd much rather um, be a PA. Yeah. Like it's, PA. It's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Like, but no, it was cool. So I kind of first started like, Hey, literally this is so funny. The description on the job was PA needed, needs to be able to drive a van. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, valid driver's license yeah. can you're drive like, a van. You're like, I have a license. A, van, a van's just a big car. So. <laughs> well, one, two, and three, you know, <laughs> sign me up. Yeah. That's the most qualified I've been for a job posting and I don't know how long. <laughs> so, like, I, and it was so funny because it's, I, you know, I did it on Staff Me Up and I it was on a lot of different places and I know people that use that and they yeah. all were like, man, that thing never got me anywhere. And I'm like, to be honest, I applied to, I, countless yeah. jobs on there and I thought it wasn't going to work either and it was just this one and it and why yeah. I got it because I literally saw the posting two minutes later I applied so I was like maybe the fourth person to apply it said and luckily she, she texted me and uh and I was like yeah you know I'll come and work the day and then like said it and then she called me another day and it was two days and then I think this one PA started kind of like not really working with the show much anymore. I think that he was doing something uh-huh. else. So it kind of like filled this void. Yeah. I and mean, they had a lot of day play PAs cause they get, it's not this big show. So a lot of people right. already were working on shows and they would work on this show in the meantime. Cause it, it was for Buna Murray. So it has a lot of reality shows, this okay. production company shoots. So a lot of these people were like, would come in for a day and you're like, Oh yeah, I work for like the Kardashians. Like this one guy, like I would see all the time, like, cause the Kardashians were on hiatus. So when I first started on the show, I saw him a lot. And I remember he was like, Hey, you know, good seeing you. And I'm like, where are you going? And he's like, 
oh, the Kardashians are starting back up and that's like my main show. I'm like, oh, how cool. So like this is kind of, you just, they bounce you between shows. So I'm like, well, I got it. I hope I'm blessed with that opportunity yeah. with this company. So, but then it just kind of started going, like I said, one day to two days, two days to three. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're working five day weeks. That's and awesome. Yeah, no, it's super cool. Cause especially they're, tw- I mean, they're 12 hour days. So they're yeah. like, they can only work you five. So it's like, you know, if you can get five days, you're like, oh, heck yeah. And I'll get two days off. Yeah. And I'm getting all this overtime. <laughs> like it, it was honestly like a really awesome experience. I, I feel so lucky. Yeah. That I and you're still doing this. that? Yeah. Yeah. Right That's now awesome. we're on our hiatus. Like this show, they're. The people on this show, man, are troopers. Like, this show's been going for a year and a half straight Dang. now. Yeah, I think with maybe a couple days off here and there for some yeah. of the guys. But, like, mostly they're always traveling wow. or they're we're shooting something. So, like, for them to all get some time off, I know everybody was super stoked about that. But as soon as they get back, they're right back on the road. Like, gotcha. you know, yeah, it's, and that was like a big thing. So like, you know, uh, a big part of the job when I first started was, you know, just driving vans yeah. and like taking crew. Cause the crew, everything was here in LA for this time. The show was, it was ball in the family. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. A lot of people don't probably know too much, but there's like a JBA, which is like the junior basketball association. Something that LeVar ball was trying to create is like an, like basically like an intermediate, you know, like between like kids getting out of high school and either, instead of like maybe going into big colleges, mm. they can go play for the, these teams. Oh, interesting. You know, this team and actually get paid. Hmm. And it gets them, you know, they, yeah. in, in his idea, he takes them all around the United States, takes them around Europe and China and all these places oh, cool. where basketball's huge. So, hey, you never know because Europe basketball is like yeah. huge there. So it's like, I mean, you don't make it in the NBA. There's plenty of other, yeah. you know, leagues out there that you can get paid, especially now the D League started which has kind of hurt their league a little bit because the D league starting to pay more because that was his big thing is that he was paying all these players and kids were like, heck yeah, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) get paid to do what I love to do, travel around, you know, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when the show was mainly, but now the show kind of was traveling (laughs) again. So I stayed with the LA crew doing stuff, but uh, I got to start working more with the tech. Oh, nice. The tech guys. And cause I, you know, I just kept emphasizing, you know, I kept, you know, obviously you gotta, you gotta be, you vocal know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you gotta be pro, you know progressive in the sense right. of like you can't just sit back like yeah, yeah. i mean it's cool like every pa out there but it's it's interesting because a lot of people don't know too because like a pa is a pa like you could be wanting to be a writer a director yeah a cinematographer like they just seen you as a pa it's different than when everybody else on set has a title right like when you're an ac you're an ac we obviously know you like cameras yeah you know? when you're a story producer obviously that's like what you do but like when you're a pa a lot of times they're like you know, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to just the hired help. Exactly. You know? So when you, exactly. So when you sit there and start saying, Hey, you know, you need me to grab any gear. And sometimes at first they're just like, okay, we got this over centric PA over here. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I'll get your gear for you. What you want to me? Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll tape off you. Exactly. <laughs> and, but then it's just like, you just, you work more and then you start talking to them and they're like, Hey, you know, would you mind grabbing any, you know, and they might zing a name off at you. And I think yeah. it's almost like a test. Yeah. They're like, does he know what that is? Yeah. You know? And then you're like, yep. You know, you grab that and you, you start helping them. And then, uh, mind grabbing that kajigulator for yeah, us? Dude? Yeah. <laughs> the McFlobbin Raider. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, well, we joke is like, you know, we have like C47s and like somebody will have to grab that. And we're like, can you grab that wooden clothes pin? <laughs> Like, and it's like just to make it more complicated. Yeah. And we just joke. Cause it's like, 
at this point when you're like with a crew that you can like mess around with yeah it's good to know all those little things from like working with stuff like all together like that's why i'm so blessed we did all those like shorts and yeah all the things like that because i'll sit there with pas and i'm like they they're not they don't know any yeah of this stuff. it's crazy like, a lot of people like that are in film want to be in film like don't know a lot of like yeah names for what things. a c47 yeah like it's crazy and that's like you know? The easiest those, thing to know. Yeah, and it's one of those like things everybody knows. Yeah, you know, like oh, that's a C forty seven, man. Yeah, <laughs> like no, this is the close, but you're like, you should leave. You should go. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. So yeah, like I started becoming friends with them, and and then like I told them like yeah, you know, like one day they needed help with like the tech. Uh-huh. Like basically, I drove the cargo van one day because one of the tech guys was in another country. So they were like, you know. I drove him around. And I started saying, like, yeah, you know, I've done stuff before. And you're like, oh, would you mind helping me set up the lighting today? And, yeah, we knocked it out. And he goes, well, and, you know, he didn't say much to me then, but, like, they went on this Bora Bora trip. And all of a sudden they came back and he started talking. He's like, hey, do you have a passport? Do you have a this and that? He's like, well, we want you to start becoming more part of our tech group. You know, and we might start bringing you on the road with us oh, nice. so you can help, you know, just with the gear. Yeah. They started teaching me how to drop all their media, which was really cool because I never like it's something so simple. Yeah. But something that I, it's like you should every set should do is like this, like the way we catalog our media that comes in. Yeah. Like on each card, because we change cards based on what we do. Like if we're shooting like re- like a reality scene, mm-hmm. like if we were doing the show, we'd be shooting on one card like a cam B cam. Well, and then like, say we like leave this to go do interviews. We'll take those cards out and switch them to different cards. And we constantly, constantly like switch cards out to kind of organize what we're doing. And then like the ACs create a log. So they'll go like, you know, like the way the code goes is like the first four numbers of the dates. And then like the next letter is like what cam. And like, that's another log that I like in, that we'll have as the tech creates as a log. You have a letter for all the different yeah. cameras. Cause we have GoPros, right? We have multiple cameras. Uh, you know, we have the F, you know, the yeah, A7 yeah. camera. And then like, you know, since now we have multiple crews in like LA and like Ohio and traveling, we have to categorize it then because oh. when they shoot, they'll send media into LA to like me. Like I'll pick somebody up from the airport, grab all the media, go back to the offices and start dropping it. And oh, then wow. go, go to this place called the sponge sponge is basically this <laughs> it's like if you could think of it just like in south park the dude that's like sitting all fat like playing video games yeah. i don't mean like they're like fat or anything but like it's like a dungeon like that you walk down there and it's just all these computers and it's like eight million fucking degrees <laughs> because like they just have towers yeah. of of uh what are they called? like it's like all it's like a network okay. like you know like uh trying to think like databases. So basically they'll start dropping all this media and send them off to all the editors. Oh wow. And like, cause in this, you know, in the offices. So basically yeah. it protects the media. So like people aren't just carrying around. It's basically all attached to like a da- like, like a, a database, server. a server. Yeah. Gotcha. They're all just these giant servers that are in there. And it's like, they have like 60 fans blown in there. And it's usually always like one person or two people that are like, What's up? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, dude? I haven't seen somebody in hours. Like, because it, it's like downstairs. Still up? It, dude, seriously, because like there'd be nights where like I'd drop footage and it'd be like 11, 30, 12, like, you know, yeah. at midnight. And I'd just like walk down there. Yeah. And, and like, and like you turn around the corner, and there's like, 
<laughs> they're just like, <sighs> and they're just like, water, water. <laughs> and but no, they're actually really nice. So like, so that was really neat because like I'm like, man, I wish I'd done that for years. Mm. So like, as far as shooting scenes, like, yeah. You know, because we'd always have these carts, and you would just stack your cart up full. Yeah. But it would have been nice to, like, sit down and go, okay, like, this this card I shot this scene, this scene, this mm-hmm. scene on. And then this card I've shot this scene and this scene. So, like, that's basically what this log gets. So, like, I'll basically, at the end of the night, because, like, sometimes I would go out and meet them and grab media if they're filling up and take it back. If not, they would just shoot, and I'd meet them back at the offices, mm-hmm. and they'd be all done. And I'd grab media, and, well, the AC sends me this log. Well, I got to, like, go through... And like, cause his job is to label them all right. with like tape. And then I have my own special colored tape. So once I, it's done, I tape it. It's like, it's just this process. That's like, crazy. And it's, and what's even crazier is the amount of media that's shot oh. like on a given night. I'm dropping a, like hundreds of gigs. Dang. Yeah. Cause like these cards are 64. Like sometimes we shoot 64, but like a lot of times they're 128. Yeah. And like, they'll like on a big day, like we'll fill up like six of them. That's crazy. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I saw, I guess like without the system, you'd be fucked. Well, it's cool. Cause it allows us to like, Cause like once like I have a master drive that I like have for mm. myself and then I drop them on like shuttles, like little Lassie drives. Yeah. And basically, so like I'll start dropping on my drive, which is really fast, but getting them on the shuttles takes forever. And it's nice because like, if God forbid, like post goes, Hey, we don't have this scene. Like it says, you know, this card had the scene where these two people were mm. talking. We need that. I can at least go, well, Hey, I still have the media. Like, cause you know, they've used those cards, you know, and yeah. it's just this way to like back just yourself, like back, all yeah. up, you know, and then like the way the dates go and you can just organize and file it. It makes it super convenient. Cool. And I'm like, God, I wish I've done that for years yeah. and all my other shoots. Like why it's so easy and convenient. Right. And why that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I like that's, I feel like, that's like one of the coolest parts about like going on sets and like different shows and things as like a PA or someone, you know, not, not even maybe just as like someone who got hired to work in that position is like what you're learning, like what these people are doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, why didn't I know about this sooner? You know, <laughs> well, yeah, like what, so what my p- film professors are idiots, you know, it's like, <laughs> exactly. you know, like no, like, they worked like, in the industry. Sure. Yeah. It's like, you're sure. Like as what? Yeah. <laughs> as PAs. Yeah, as a PA. <laughs> you know? So it's like, I, that's why I love like go being on set because you like, you learn things. And it's like even working with different departments as a PA, because like the art department's like, Hey, you with the face, come help me. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So you're like, I, I think that's cool is like you just experience different parts that you've never done. Like even cause like, you know, we all, we all concentrate on different things that we mm-hmm. want to do. So it's mm-hmm. like, you never think like, what's the art department? Like what's the DIT department? Like, you know, it's like, 100%. so, so I, I, th- I find that pretty cool. No, I agree. Cause like, like I've always liked producing in a sense mm-hmm. because I mean, shit, like every, independent oh i mean every film you've had to make you're a producer yeah i mean like you you've literally essentially have produced since the day you started becoming a filmmaker right because you do it all yourself you know especially in college you know a hundred percent and and it's pretty neat because like i mean you always after that you're like no this is what i'm gonna go do and i'm always in the back of my mind because like when i first originally started film i wanted to be a producer i wanted Mm. to be a upm i wanted to be a production manager like because i just i enjoyed 
dealing with the business aspect. That's always kind of something I wanted yeah. to do, but I'm like, biz, what in business? And I've always done film and I'm like, you know, I never really like, I kind of put two and two together. Yeah. Like I'm like, I always made films like for the mess, like for the heck of it. Right. Like just for the, literally the hell of it. I never really thought much of it. And I always like business. I always want to do something in business. And I'm like, why don't I become a producer? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, you know, that's something. And then I'm like, well, I want to be on set. I love being hands on. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, I'm not just like, I mean, I can sit behind a desk, but I'm so like, you want to be like a line producer. Exactly. Okay. Well, I mean, even like yeah, even yeah. A, a UPM, like yeah. I said, like a production manager, a little bit more like sometimes in the field, yeah. more dealing with hiring of like, who's going to be working. So it's like yeah. a lot of like, that's like building your networks, knowing the people instead of, like I said, more, sometimes more line producers are, you know, pay like, you know, how much is this person cost? Right, right, you know, yeah. as opposed to how sure we're running out of time, exactly, guys. Exactly. Yeah. As opposed to like, hey, this is a great worker, like I wanna have him yeah. on, you know. So like so I kinda like started been working a lot. I've been getting cool with my uh production manager and just seeing a lot what they do and helping even like the like field producers mm -hmm. and like, you know, uh like the you know, the production manager. Like just like those like the people below them and just kind of like feeling like I'm like I like that because like you're you're not it's like a you're almost like a supervisor right in a sense you know and I've always like enjoyed doing that I've always worked those in like my real life jobs back in Arizona yeah. so I like I'm familiar with that position and and like it was funny we were on the road in Phoenix funny shooting mm. on the show which was really awesome <laughs> that was really cool because I was like. They, they called me and they asked if I wanted to go and they're I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm from there. And they're like, yeah, we know. That's why we asked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that was cool. But I remember when we hired local PA work yeah. there and it was funny because they're asking me, do you know any people? And I'm like, well, any person that I would ask lives in LA because yeah. that's where you go to work. Right. You know? Cause I thought about you yeah. and honestly, the first person I thought about was Harrison and I'm like, well, he lives in LA. That doesn't really help <laughs> us out here. Yeah. When yeah. I shot my commercial, sorry to cut you off. No, no, you're, you're, no, When no. I shot my commercial out there, um, cause someone from Phoenix hired me to do like a little commercial for like their product they were making. And it was so hard for me to find like crew and people because I'm like everyone that I know now who like I went to school with is, has now come out here or gone to New York or wherever. So it's like, Oh no. So who do I know? And that was the hardest <laughs> part. It's like, so I had to like ask someone who's like to AD and she's like, never done it before. I'm like, you'll be fine. Yeah, get in <laughs> yeah. there sport. Yeah. <laughs> no. And it's like, it's honestly like a great thing to think. Yeah. It's like, Hey, at least I know all the kids I was doing film work with aren't like all just complete. Like, you yeah. know, like, Oh, I just sit well, in my mom's house. Some and, of them are though. You know, you know? <laughs> we still try to be, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I mean like it's all good. I mean, if they still are, but it's like, it's nice to know like everybody's has that same dream. Yeah. That same goal that to like, you know, you're all in the same boat. Like I had an epiphany, like when I first started getting out here and I was like so scared, like, Everybody was like cutthroat. I'm like, thinking, I'm like, how am I going to beat this person for a job? How am I going to beat this person? And then I started thinking, I'm like, stop like trying to think about beating somebody for a job and think about how can we work with that yeah. person to make a job? Yeah. Like, you know, and I'm like, that's so much, but that's what film's about. Like, how can we like, you know, and start like worrying about that person, you know, like I said, getting the job and said, like, find out how can we work together? on exactly. job, I mean, like, because film is collaborative. collaborative work, if you, you, if know? you like, you can't do it by yourself. A hundred percent. You can't. I mean, like, you could point the camera and, like, I guess you could act, but, like, <laughs> yeah. you can't hold the boom while you're, you know. Like, oh, no. You, can't, no. you yeah. need, like, as many people as you can find. Exactly. And, like, and like going back to the production assistants, like, 
I mean, they're like, they're the backbones. Man. Yeah. And like they're truly underrated. And it's so funny because every single person on set has been a PA. Yeah. Like that's what's like, I always joke. I'm like, because I always like, as you go higher up, unless, the call sheet, unless you're just some guy that shot a, a, an independent movie and he's never been on a set before. And, and he got into Sundance and then he became Luckily, a, you know, yeah. You get those written. I've never been them. a PA yeah, ever, ever. And it's like, and those are the people you're still like. You're a piece of shit. You're just you're a prick. Yeah. Like you know. But good job. Okay, but fuck yeah. Hat, t- tip my hat yeah. to you. You know. And but seriously, and like, so that's why I always joke. I'm like, the farther you get up the call sheet, like the less they have respect for. I mean, I shouldn't say have respect. They all have respect for the PA, yeah. but the less I think they have like tolerance. Like the people that are right above the PAs are like, hey man, do we get the PA's jobs? Yeah. And it's like you start getting up higher up to like field producers and they're like, oh man, PAs. Yeah, we hear you. But, you know, get to work yeah. and you get to like the exec producers. Like, dude, if this fucking PA gets in my fucking way, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I will slit his yeah, throat. And, and it's so funny because you're just like, but they've all been there and they've yeah. been yelled at. So it's like, and they know that, but yeah. it's like the higher you get up, the no, the farther you've had to work to get right. there. So I the also less think, you like, I also think it's like a, um, you know, a couple degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. Yeah, like, like you know, like sitting up high on the on the on the yes. tall chair. You're like, yeah, I was there, but it's like you're not really thinking that. You're like, I need the director to finish this shit now. Yes, and exactly. then so some some PA comes in and bumps your arm. You're like, get the fuck out of my face, like, you know? So who are you? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> so it's like you're. I feel like once you get to, the, you're not worried about like. PA's feelings or exactly know. and yeah because like you said it's just that separation because you're just on this perspective of like making the show work while you know that PA is like I just happy I have a job yeah <laughs> well because like he, like I've, I even experienced it when when I was shooting my western you know that that I was the direct you know in the PA I would be so annoyed with the PAs yeah and it's like and I was in college still, and I was yeah. a PA all the time. Exactly, and you're just like, guys, like I understand it's not the greatest job, but yeah. like I, I know, mean, what- yeah, they're doing it for free. Yeah, it's like, and it's like I know what it, you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> but it, they always pissed me off, and it's like, you know, you just realize that it's like because you're worried about finishing, you're worried yeah. about getting certain things. It's like. Certain things just like trigger you, and yeah. it happened to be a P. You know, because <laughs> yeah, it yeah. it's so it's well, and it's again, it's the one person that has like I shouldn't say the least value to the production at the time. Yeah, but it's like it really is. They're just like, if I got rid of you, the show's still gonna go on. Yeah. It might be a little tougher, right? No, I mean the show's gonna go on. PAs are expendable, you know. So it's, I mean, I don't think you could do a movie without them uh-huh. because. You know, it's like, hey, we need that shit that we left way down there. And you're like, and no one else can go get it. And you're mm-hmm. like, send a PA. Yep. You know, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what, like, I remember one person said, like, one of the st- feel, uh, story producers is like, like, this show wouldn't work if it wasn't for you PAs. Yeah. Because, like, honestly, that's, we all drive the crew and the vans and the producers and the yeah. talent around. We get, like, we get all the lunches and the meals. Right. Like, we get all that stuff set up. Like We make the bagels. You know, with yeah. The perfect amount of cream cheese. Yeah. <laughs> the coffee you know, that are I'll just never, hot enough exactly never <laughs> melted if it's ice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it is, it's it's kind of one of those things like you start thinking you're like shit dude like we do like, like if we all left the set right now yeah the show would go on but dude it would be like a yeah. pain in the ass because like there's a lot of times where like hey can we get a pa down here to bring some water 
Hey, yeah. can we get a PA down here to bring a chair? Can we get a PA down? Like, yeah. you know, like, Hey, can we get a PA to start going to get lunch? Like, right. it's just constant. Like, I mean, I joke, like we have more PAs on set than like any other given position. Right. You know, every other position is only one or two people. The PAs are fucking five. Yeah. You know, I mean, and like working, I'm sure working on a show like that where there's so much going on that yeah. it's, it's needed to have yes. that many. Cause I've yes. been on, um, I was on a, uh, a feature shoot a couple months ago and there was, three 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 key pas like like um and then there was one guy that was there a pa just to like go get stuff yeah like go get food go go get like stuff at home depot if they needed ex- you know mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. so it's like there weren't there wasn't that many because this the set was so small but you know it, still it, yeah still, it's like it's 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 definitely when like you're in the middle of something and you don't need any person to take their attention mm-hmm. away from what they're doing it's like Hey, PA, you're, this is what yeah. you're for. Cause like I always jump, like we'll pull into somewhere in the cruise. Like, thanks Brody. Thanks for getting us here. You know, thanks for driving. Yeah. I'm like, it's literally my job. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, don't worry. It's literally yeah. my job to get you yeah. here, man. I'm like, and that's all like, you know, if I get you here and you're doing your job, this yeah. shit fucking runs, man. Right. If like literally like that's my job is to flash a flashlight at the sky (laughs) if that's what makes the show go yeah that's what makes the show go and like seriously and that's what i love the most about this industry if every single person at least does their job and i even say this in the most modest terms does their job not even to the best of their abilities like do what they're told to do literally do the bare minimum of their job (laughs) the show will fucking go on like it takes something else to stop it like electricity or, you know, yeah. a, a, you know, like Murphy's law to kick in, but it's like, if literally every single person does their one job or Just the bare minimum, <laughs> the bare minimum, <laughs> this shit yeah. goes on. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it's so funny. And like, but and, and you know, what's crazy too, is that like people struggle just doing that. <laughs> you're like, and then, you're, and then you're like, how the fuck do you keep getting work? And I don't <laughs> like we, we did this card drop off. Cause like we were going on our break and so we had like, we were shooting the night. So like, they're like, Hey guys, sorry to make you stay a little later, mm-hmm. but we're going to run all the cars and drop the cars off. And we're going to do this and that. And you know, I'm like, Oh, quick, you know, all good. Like had to go to this like rental house and like, cause it was closed. I had to do all this crazy code entering yeah. and do all this crazy to drop off equipment when we're like, like we couldn't have just done this in two days. <laughs> like, cause it was the weekend and they're going to be closed. So we had to do all this drop off and like, we send these location, all these PAs like, and there's like, basically there's always a, like me, I'm a regular PA on the show. Like, so I'm always like working. And then there's like probably one or two other people mm-hmm. that are regular. And then we'll have like two other people that are just kind of yeah. just, we wrote to, you know, just day players. And, and it's just like we had those few people that were like well, we know and we worked with them and stuff before. So like, but we all like me and this other girl know where to go. Like, so we're like, hey, this is the address. It's this little parking lot. You turn off. We drop the cars off. You put your keys in it. It's because it was Hertz. It's their like employee parking okay. lot, and that's where they tell us to drop shit off after hours because we rent cars from them. Like, it's just like we we have good connections yeah. with them. So. We're like, we all like get together and, you know, cause me and this other van had to go drop gear off. So like, they were like, Hey, we're going to go meet you at that spot. Me and this car go drop the gear off and we meet at this spot. And I pull in and like me and this dude get out cause he was following me. And I go up to like the girl, Amanda. I'm like, Hey, where's everybody else? And she's like, Hey, you haven't seen the group text. And I've been feeling it. I'm like, no. And she's like, they're, they're at like the actual hurts. Like, so they somehow got split up instead of like calling and saying, Hey, you know, or just following the directions yeah. we gave you, they looked up Hertz oh. and drove to Hertz. 
<laughs> and like we're calling them we're like where are you and they're like we're at hertz and we're like well that's not where you're supposed to be and they're like well like oh isn't it hertz like the rental cars we're like yeah but like it's not hertz we're going we're going to their their this drop-off spot like we we're telling you on the address they're like oh we're like we're like, where is that? And we're like, well, look on the edge. And we're just like, oh, you see all this text, and you're just like, how the fuck have you guys have a job? Yeah. How do you people have jobs? You like, know, and like, it, it's like, if the AD does his job right, which they always do, <laughs> yeah. it it's right there on the call sheet oh. or whatever they hand you. Everything's laid out. Dude, the call <laughs> sheet. Oh, that's, oh, this goes back to like that PA stuff in Arizona, man. Like, so we hired this help in Arizona, man. Like, we had three people mm-hmm. and it goes back to like two of them were like pretty cool guys. And this one guy, just the typical, like you get talking, he's like, Oh yeah, yeah. I lived in LA. I lived in LA, man. And he's just <laughs> like, we're like, Oh cool, cool. And, uh, and we got talking to him about stuff and he's just like, Oh, I didn't live out there very long. And he's like, I, I lived out there for about four years and I moved back here. And so then he's just like, that's when we, we should have stopped. And he's just like, yeah. So, but, but I did do stuff and he starts giving us like, I do this and that. And then like, I, he was one of the drivers of the van. So like at nights, like some of us crew yeah. would, would, uh, like go out, we'd grab a couple beers and yeah. they were like, dude, this PA, like, I guess he was like the worst driver. He would oh, just man. talk about everything he does. And like, you're just like, how, in God's green earth, that you still work in this industry, you know, like, and it's scary. And like, and the worst part is like, I'm like, when we first got there, like I was telling a lot of the PAs what to do. Like mm-hmm. we moved gear into this tech room. We were building out the yeah. tech rooms. Like, so were like, you the, like the key when like, yeah, like if like, I mean, there's Olivia there, like she's like, I mean, if not, if I'm not there, mm-hmm. she'd be the key PA. Gotcha. She's been on the show just as long as I have. But like, yeah, like, I mean, Hey, I know that's why they ask us to come back. Right. Like, you know how the show rolls. Like you, right. you just know the flow, you know, where things go. They don't, the, the production, no you know, tell you much. exactly. Yeah. It doesn't need to tell you anything. And so I'm like doing all this stuff and like, we get to like the last day and we get talking. He goes, well, Hey Brody, what's your, what are you actually on this show? And I go, I'm a PA. And he goes, you're a PA. And I go, I'm like, yeah. He's like, I thought you were like a producer or something. And I just like, I just like looked down like, nah, man. And I'm just thinking to myself, has this guy looked at the call sheet one fucking day since he's been <laughs> on this show? <laughs> like how yeah. he knows my name and everything. And he, he, uh, he's made it to call on time. Yeah. So I'm like, I know he's pulled up the call sheet, but he's man. asked me, what are you on the show? So I'm like, so how are, like, yeah. I mean, me, when I get on a show, I'm like studying the call sheet. Me too. I study yeah, that shit. Yeah, every time, like, yeah, I always look to see, like, even if I don't recognize who? a name, I'm just mm-hmm, like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, so that person's in art department. I yep. know who to call out yep. to. Exactly. And, and just if you see that person, you can remember their name. Like, yeah. You're sitting there like, you're like, okay, that's a guy with a camera. Right. That's a guy with a camera. So those two people are the camera yeah. ops, you know, and you start like, and. But also like, if you look at it and you're like, hey, go talk to this person in like makeup and you're like, Oh, uh, who? And, and you look at the call sheet and you're like, okay, makeup. There's exactly. Okay. Sh- she's the only one that now I know her name. I know. I hate people. Like, well, who's makeup? Look at the fucking call. Yeah. Sheet. Like, you know, like it's, dude, I can tell you, but it's just like, be smart. Yeah. Be smart. Like, it's, you know, <laughs> things are just so straightforward. Think on that your feet. It's a, it's a lot of simple direction, but if you're not listening, you know, oh, he was but like, we were shooting this restaurant scene, the game. Like we, we shot a game and like, uh, like LaVar was there and like, uh, like we had a bunch of the family and it was a restaurant closed down. It's actually right there next to Shea 14. Oh yeah. That restaurant right to the, like right of them, you know, you, uh, where like the, uh, Peter jungle is. 
Kind of, yeah. Okay. Like, it's like like in that whole section, like literally that first restaurant, like if you're looking at Shea 14, you go to the right. That first oh, restaurant okay. started. They, like, coconuts or whatever? It it's is? right to the left of coconuts. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Left of coconuts. It's yeah. that burger spot or something. I think so. I okay. think so. Yeah, they like shut it down for the <laughs> show. It was awesome. So we're sitting outside and like that's where we mealed mm-hmm. at, you know. So we're all eating outside and everything. And this is a time where you eat. Yeah. Because by law, you need to eat, especially <laughs> when producers are around. Like, yeah. dude, don't be an idiot. Like, especially as a PA, like if you're a camera op or something and you got to maybe get a shot. Dude, they're yeah. going to let that shit slide. But you're a PA and they see you like not eating. They're going to, hey, are you on your lunch? Well, you need to yeah. eat your fucking lunch, man. Like, yeah, I, you know? I learned that like uh, I, I was on an independent film. And luckily, you know, there it wasn't industry. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but someone was saying, someone came up to me like, because I was doing like trash sweep and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Someone came up and he's like, hey, man, like, Make sure you like break. luckily <laughs> we're not, we're not on an industry big, you know, like union shoot, but you really should eat lunch when they call lunch. Yep. <clears throat> Otherwise, we can get in a lot of trouble. We can get exactly. fined. Blah blah exactly. blah. Exactly. I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know 100%. that. And you always say, hey, I won't complain. You know, yeah. I won't complain. But it's like, and again, they're like, hey, we just want you to take a break too. Yeah. So you're rested to keep going the rest of this shoot. Yeah. You know, we don't want you to when we're in the middle of shooting, go, I'm hungry, right? Or I need to take a break. You but know? it's like at the same time, you're like, but I want to show them a hard worker. Hundred percent. You know? <laughs> it's just this middle ground. Yeah, yeah. That's like the worst part. Is like I don't want to be the first person to sit down. Yeah. I don't want, so that's always like when we'd meal. Like I'm always like I always try to in my mind be the last person yeah. to sit down. Like obviously all the PAs help everybody get their food, but I'll literally just like stand there and yeah. just be like, all right, everybody's done, and then I'll sit down. Right. Like you know, even though I don't mean shit. Last it's man. Just, yeah. <laughs> Suckers, <laughs> but uh, no, like it's 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 kind of like, yeah, um, but yeah, so yeah, we're shooting out, shooting outside. So this PA, like, you know, our executive producer, like, cool guy Steve, like, he he sees that there's some because he's got we have a sound guy inside. Mm-hmm that's like in labs and shit yeah. and like we sent the sound guy out and we just kept their labs hooked up. So they're just, we'll record what they're talking. Well, Steve has one of the earpieces that he can listen to the labs and uh-huh. shit. Well, he, I think he starts hearing stuff that he wants to kind of get. So you see him like pick up like an F 55 puts on yeah. his shoulder, starts kind of zooming in and stuff. <laughs> the PA has the balls and like, and this again, he, this, this executive producer is really cool, but it's like, it's one of those guys. He's that, Exact EP that like yeah. he'll yeah he has no problem laying uh, <laughs> raft down, and so it's like you just you know you watch yourself yeah, yeah. around Steve you know and uh, so he goes up he's like hey Steve you know I see that you're you're getting this angle you want me to grab a camera and get a crossing angle because and <laughs> Albert which is a cool guy he's the AC one of the ACs that's on his set. I'll never forget his face. He just like looks over like at Steve <laughs> and Steve looks over at Albert like. Like, like, is it who just said this? Like, you know, and he just looks, he's like, nah, man, I'm good. And we're like, damn, Steve must have been in the best mood because his wife and kids were out on this trip. So we're like, they yeah, must have yeah. calmed him yeah. down <laughs> because we're like, dude, you don't go as a PA to the executive producer when we're on lunch. Yeah. Hey, you it's want me to direct the scene? Or? Basically, what you were like saying is like, you like, you're not obviously you're missing something here. Yeah. Let me fit in. It's like. <laughs> you're just like man if you have worked on any professional set you know that is a no no yeah <laughs> like yeah. that is a no no like i mean maybe if you even said that to like the camera operator maybe like that's even freaking stupid yeah but to the executive producer like on your lunch break like bro like we're take like 
Luckily, and it was funny because I was on set. I was driving talent that night. Mm -hmm. So I got to eat on my own, which was awesome. So <laughs> I went and ate like NYPD. Like, because like <laughs> they, the game was at Chaparral. So I was like, oh, okay. all in Yeah, our, you were like, right there. Yeah, I was like in our stomping ground area. So it was kind of like, I just like, I ate like zips. I ate like, <laughs> I ate all these like, these foods I can't get here. Yeah. And I'm like, that's why I make vows to like my wife and I. Whenever we leave LA, we eat what we can't eat in LA. Because yeah. there's a lot of good stuff here. Yeah. But like, you know, there's that home food, like, like Whataburger. It's yeah. so weird. Like Whataburgers aren't here. And I freaking love Whataburger. Yeah. So like when we first drove into Phoenix, <laughs> that's so funny. So Same with like, like, I remember the first time I came home because I, I, I moved here and then I didn't come home for a while. And I was driving in. I'm like, I got to stop at Filiberto's. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I made a vow. Next time I'm there, I'm stopping at Los Betos. <laughs> it's like this little, like same thing. Like, I'm like, I just haven't. My wife and her bum, like, we just haven't found, like, good Mexican food here. Yeah. Like, we eat at Benny's. I don't know if you ever ate no. at Benny's Tacos. It's down in Culver City. I, I mean, I've only ordered it on DoorDash. Yeah. <laughs> All I can picture is it's, like, a Filberto's. Yeah. Because, like, that's what it seems like when I get it, but pretty good. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, but, like, that was a, that was a quite a good experience, like, doing road, road work with the yeah, show. Yeah, that's because, cool. Yeah, learning how they organize stuff, because that's a big thing working with tech is, like, Cause these guys travel so much yeah. and oh my God, like I didn't know what goes into that because like, let alone like we would, I would go in a day and help one of the tech suits mm -hmm. literally organize our gear. So like we'd have to, or, you know, lay all these boxes out, you know, you got camera body lens yeah. monitor, like battery, like, like floors exactly. filled with And we just, cause you basically just duplicate it. Well then what gets crazy is when you start flying to other countries, well, they want manifest, especially like when you go to like China mm -hmm. and China, <laughs> China, China, <laughs> especially when you go a place like that, like you have to make like a manifest. That's mm -hmm. like, th you have to have like a serial number for every single thing on oh, that really? camera. Like the, the, like the lens hood. Yeah. Like, you know, you screw off yeah, yeah. serial number for that. What? Take off the lens, serial number for what's that. The, so what's the purpose of, of doing that? Is that for the production side or? No, no, it's oh. for them. Oh, it's for, for their country. The, for their, uh, you know, border security. Okay, for their, gotcha. So like basically they want to know every single item that you're bringing into their country. Well, that's a good thing to, to know because this, the, this um, feature I'm producing is in Costa Rica. So I got to guess that's something I, I yes, got yes, to look into. Yes. Um, and then especially like, especially like learning about how to travel with like batteries yeah, and stuff like that, because we're using these big lipo, like, yeah. you know, massive batteries and like you can only carry them on the plane. You can't check. Oh them. really? Yeah. So like you got to find people like that's like the other thing is like, so when we load this out, we label them and then all the crew that's going. So like producers, we start assigning them bags. So we have to ask them, Hey, only bring two bags. Cause we're going to assign you a piece of <laughs> equipment. Wow. Like, because there's so much in the money. Yeah. And so the batteries, we literally have to tape the connections. Mm -hmm. So like tape the connections. Cause literally the pilot can come up and ask what's in there. And you say batteries and they go, and they go, well, are the, you just say the connections are all taped. And they'll go, all right. You know, like, yeah. Like, this is all stuff they've experienced because this show traveled through Europe and all oh, these wow. countries multiple I'll times. It's definitely weird. be calling you up when I'm ready. To yeah, dude, dude definitely, definitely. I mean, the best bet is really more or less call the airlines. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, you might have no restrictions. Like, right. there might be less restrictions in Costa Rica. But that was what was interesting because, like, so you basically had to, like, Look up the the serial number, like a barcode, make like like you know basically like a barcode for yeah. it, serial number, and then you had to look up like the weight of it, how oh, much it wild. costs, where it's origin, like where it was yeah. like, like the company that made it is from. 
That's and so was, crazy. Yeah. Like, like what, just going, like traveling with traveling. Gear. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. And they say it's like, and it's just inevitable. Always something gets held up. They're yeah. Like, it's, it, it just, because how much gear they travel with. Yeah. And then another thing, if you're traveling. Luckily, I mean, we're not that big of a production. So. Are you going to be having a lot of like boxes, um, you think? I don't know. We, we still have to figure it out. We're, we're, um, because of the way it's, the, the film is shot is it's like all in 360 basically. Cause like we don't know what's going to be seen because the camera's like, it's like, you know, yeah, vlog exactly. style, if you will. Exactly. So like video villages might have to be far as fuck from where they're yeah. shooting. So it's like, we, I know we want, uh, the director wants some like monitors. Um, we're going to have like a sound, sound guys, but like as far as lighting we're he just wants it to be a natural. So we won't have like a lot of gear, but there's still, it's going to be a decent amount still. I'd make some lanyards that say like your face and name. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like when you go on to like a big <clears throat> production, like they yeah. give you a lanyard, like this is the show you get a, your ID badge, right? Make some of those mm-hmm. because if you come up with a whole bunch of gear, you go, Hey, I want the, can I get the, I need the media discount. Like we're, we're traveling oh. media. I never knew this. Like dude, literally like sometimes, like, I mean, like I was like, they don't ask you for nothing. They're like, most of the times, like if you could just show them something that looks yeah. like a show, they see the gear, they see all the Pelican cases yeah. you're pulling up and stuff. And you show them like, Hey, we're with this show. Can we get the media discount? And they'll give you a discount on the gear. Unless it costs like shit yeah. loads. Like, and it, it's interesting how they, they just, they do it all. Like I don't even have it down to system, but like I've done a lot of the traveling, like, you know, and helping them. And it's so crazy. Cause like when they get back in, you got to check everything off yeah. and Oh my, it's, it's, it's always, there's something missing. Oh, so really? Like, we had everything going there and we come back. We're always missing something. So, I mean like, so like when you get to like, so when you get from a to B, you're missing something or when you get from a to B to a, yeah, back to a, it's always missing something. Oh shit. Yeah. It's always and like, that's why like you break it down and then like, they'll go like, you know, so we'll have like a one, a two, a three, a four, a five, and we've got B one, B two, B three. So once we lined all of that up, we'll basically go, okay, here are all the people that are going on the trip. Okay. Joe Smith, you get a one and a two. You know, yeah. you know, Sally Smith, you get, you know, a three, a four and we'll keep going down. So like, say we get out and, you know, somebody goes, Hey, I'm missing a two. We'll go. All right. You know, that's fine. Let's go figure it out. We'll pull it out and go, okay. A two has this gear in it. You know, this is what we're missing. Yeah. Cause like sometimes we can go like, Hey, we can, we can deal with maybe something like that missing. I mean, again, we're going to get the gear, but like, it just allows us to organize. So we're not like, well, right. what the hell are we missing? Like that who makes has so much what sense. and everybody. And then when we get everything, everybody, we know we're not missing anything because <laughs> that person goes, well, I have my luggage and a one and a two. I have my stuff. So it's like the buddy system, right? It's like you, if you know, you got what you got and everybody does that, then we know we're good. Now somebody goes, Hey, missing a bag. Yeah. We go, Oh, you are Joe Smith. You had a three, a four and a five okay you're missing a4 yeah boom just makes makes it so we're not yeah. like you know it's and then you can like tell them because what happens it might have gotten held up in customs right so they might go okay you know like we're mi- like some, one of our bags is missing okay you know what is it, a pelican case okay what's in it <laughs> like yeah. they're gonna and you go okay well we had our sound or our, like our sound rig yeah. Like, okay, you know, like that's so it's just it's it's just that, makes that a lot checks and balance system, man. It's good shit to know. So exactly, and it's just like Duh. who would have? Th- I mean, it's like, yeah, like, but it's, it's like something you don't really think about. You're exactly. Ah, like, oh, fuck. It's, it's like you don't think about it at all, and then when somebody does, you're like, yeah, like, like, <laughs> Hannibal Burris. I feel like Hannibal just like, yeah, 
that. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you yeah. know, just that face, just like, yeah, that's so right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so that's some of the stuff I've just really been learning. That's and, awesome. And it's neat because I've never worked on a reality style show. I've always thought I was going to do scripted. Yeah. To be in unscripted shows right now, it's actually kind of a, a neat flip flop. Yeah, I bet. It's a neat flip. Like I never thought I'd be in unscripted. To be honest, I like thought I was like. Who would ever want to work in it? But it's yeah. at the same time, it's just a, it's, it's a job. Like right. it's kind of just like it's any other film set. Who you knows what with, it'll lead to, too? Exactly, you know, so. exactly. And like, like I was just helping out the challenge, <clears throat> you know, like the, the show, the challenge. No, I don't think so. I don't think I know that show. Get in with the times. Sorry, welcome, no. welcome to L.A. I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna take over the show now, guys. Uh, <laughs> Someone else just comes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my wife's sitting outside. She's been waiting for this. Ashy? <laughs> no. Oh. Like, Ashy? Just She's just in the <laughs> car reading a book. You're a beep beep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, brother. That would be so awesome. Um, oh, goodness. What was I just saying? I got so sidetracked. I think we were talking about scripted versus Oh, yeah. The unscripted. Because, like, it was interesting because the challenge is this show that I started watching. It's like, remember Real World Road Rules? Like, I, we, think I know so, you yeah. know Real World. Yeah. Um, well, like, they had the show, The Road Rules Challenge. It was just like same thing. Put a bunch of college kids on a bus, let them party, and they do like yeah, challenge. Yeah. Like, well, those two shows happen. Well, then they started doing a show where those two shows like competed against each other, like okay. the celebrity, like some of the like stars of the show, and then that just kind of like kept snowballing into bigger things. And I remember like the duel came out, and they've just had all these shows like they've just it's like you know it's just mm. those com- competitive shows where yeah. like, you know where like they all get in the house together drink and party and then like each week somebody gets eliminated gotcha down to one winner huh. and they win a big cash prize and then it's just like each year there's like a different theme a different location oh, and cool. they're on their 33rd season it's always on it's a uh, it's on mtv all the time okay yeah it's you know it's like they call it the challenge you know it's like it's just like that same theme yeah. show like all the other reality well, they like uh, that like show. My wife's a huge fan. I'm a huge fan, and I got to help them. They just came in. They're done with their season, and they were coming in from some other country. And so I was helping move all their cargo and help do that with like Bill Nye. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like Dude, that was yeah. that was actually a, a really neat experience because uh, me and this other PA that worked on the show that we're on, kind of like their production manager mm-hmm. asked our production manager if they had any available PA. So they're like, hey, yeah. I got yeah. a couple guys that can help you out. So that's like, sweet. Yeah. For a couple of days we moved storage for Bill Nye cause the show got canceled, I believe. Mm. And so they basically got to remove the, their space out of storage. Well, it's like Netflix owns this, just these massive hangar, like these just warehouse hangers of just sets. Oh, wow. it, it's honestly like the weirdest thing. Like you open this door and it's just, you just see wood and they're <laughs> all like bundled together on these big, like rolly wheel, like platforms that all move around and you start walking through them all and you see spray painting of like different shows. Wow. Like one, like the ranch, you know, like the ranch. Yeah. That, like I started seeing a bunch of their sets, you know, and it'll be like, you know, gym oh, that's crazy. or like, you know, like uh, rest, you know, just and different yeah. stuff like that. And all like, I remember seeing stuff from, uh, from glow. Yeah, <laughs> I remember seeing a bunch of shows from like glow and stuff like that, which was really, really cool. And, uh, but the best part about it is like, we just basically got to kind of, rummage through all the stuff because the guy was like okay hey i basically have a list of stuff that a lot of people on the show uh-huh. would like you know producers and things like that um then basically we're gonna make three piles trash goodwill and this high school 
that Netflix wants to donate because you know it's Bill Nye. It has right. like a lot of cool like science stuff. So we're like, let's donate this stuff because they had like we had like literally probably like two dozen of like those like science tables, like those metal like tin yeah, yeah. tables. So we like shipped them all to this school. But anyways, like basically as if anything went to Goodwill or trash, we got to take it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like just so much stuff. So, um, so you're, I didn't even know that you wanted to get into, um, like producing and stuff like that. Cause I always thought you were trying to do like get into like DP or camera work. Oh yeah. I mean, Are I you, do. So are you still trying to like focus on that stuff or, I mean, or, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Like literally tomorrow I have a gig with my cousin that I am videographing for her. I'm like, just basically Mm. she's a reporter. Oh, cool. Yeah. So she works for Hollywood life and, uh, they're kind of like a subsidiary of like Penske corporation mm-hmm. Penske corporation owns like variety okay so it's all they're all in the same building like you know right off the 405 yeah, yeah. right there she works in that oh building. nice yeah yeah super cool and so like we like I've gone to work a couple of, like red carpet events oh, like cool. you know uh like interview stuff like yeah. you know just like not like crazy celebrities but like real housewives yeah. people you know stuff like that you know big in Hollywood right. you know, <laughs> hey, whatever it's you know makes money and uh so tomorrow we're sitting down with a couple people uh, I think it's one of the dudes from like the guy from the bachelor and then so like, I don't know if it's like a current bachelor or mm-hmm. an older bachelor yeah. and then, and then, uh, another, I think it's like another real housewife. I kind of look, but anyways, not a big thing. We're going to go, I think it's a podcast. They're, sh- they're on, but basically my cousin's going to kind of come and interview him while oh, cool. like, and they're going to like tour around, but I'm just basically kind of be just following around oh, the nice. camera yeah. because this, they sometimes want, cause she normally just transcribe stuff. Okay. But like they've been wanting, uh, you know, some of her stuff to be videoed. Like That's actually, cool. yeah. Like I did a red carpet event. I actually had one of my stuff actually made it on their website. So yeah, I was like awesome. super pumped yeah, about that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But well, the only thing that sucks is like I got like no credit for it. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, life sucks. Yeah. You know? Well, but, well. Uh, but no, so like I'm still truly passionate about like camera work. Like, yeah. Like I said, I'm like, if anybody asks, what do you want to do? I'm like, camera. Put me in the camera department. Yeah. But it's kind of one of those things like I do like producing. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's one of those things I might see myself one day doing yeah. for surely, but it's kind of like, I, I think my passion relies resides in camera. Okay. You know, I, I it's just, I, I have so much fun, like working on yeah. that, that side, like, you know, working with the director, sitting there trying to figure those things out. And then just like the creative aspect. But at the same time, I, I, I find my skills sometimes better useful in the mm. producing role. Gotcha. You know, I, I see sometimes I just, I do better. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying I don't do better like camera hopping. I just seem like maybe it's more, I feel more comfortable doing it, but I guess that's a good thing to feel nervous. You right. Know, Cause then it's exciting all yeah. the time. But I always think that if, if you feel too comfortable doing what you're doing, then, mm-hmm. then you're not, it, it it's not challenging enough no. No. or, or you, you know, it's like you're, something's wrong. Exactly. And that's un- like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here Especially saying I can, film. I can produce anything, yeah. but it's like, I feel way like. I think sometimes like I feel like I just know what to do, but I think that's more of just being organized in life yeah. in general and just knowing how a film set works, right. but then just being like, Hey, call this guy, schedule this, do that. Like yeah. be on set, make sure this guy's doing this, make sure they're like, just having yeah. that mentality 
is like good for producers because then it's like because to be honest they're not worried about the creativity right they're just like saying like hey how much time do you need today got enough money got enough time (laughs) yeah like exactly like how much time do you guys need okay this how much time like this is how much time i have you know it's that's like i like that because it's still part of the creativity but you're not like hey like like my manager like my production manager like he was having to go on the set a bunch uh, out in the field and he's a lot of time in the office Mm -hmm. and he's just like man just like I just wish I could just be like some of these big shows where I could just sit in my office yeah. and like not have to worry about any of like the on the set stuff, right? You know, so I can see the balance, but ultimately that's like my dream is to be, you know, behind the camera. Yeah, you know, definitely. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I, I, do you have like any like goals for the year of like doing projects or anything? Ooh, my biggest goal. Is I would love. I mean, see, it's hard because, like, as a videographer, it's like I feel so like shitty. Like, I feel like I've had to like kind of put like my passion aside mm-hmm. to be a PA. Yeah. Because I mean, it's like, hey, you gotta. Start I mean, yeah, it work. takes up a lot of time, but twelve yeah. hours. Yeah, it's yeah. passion projects, yeah. but it's like my goal is to like be a part of a feature film, mm. like whether it's honestly like an indie, mm-hmm. like or I mean even a major yeah. f- film. But then again, though, it's like then you start thinking, well, like. That's so many. That's <laughs> such a broad goal. Like, yeah. I mean, like feature film. Like, like I said, I could be on my buddy's feature film, right. and, like help him out. So I'm like, or am I actually trying to be on like a legitimate feature film? But I would like at least by the end of the year to like be a big part of a short or a feature okay. that goes into like film festivals. Nice. I kind of was like uh, Kevin did one, mm-hmm. but I mean like, I, I feel like he just kind of like, I was just, I just hopped on yeah. like, almost as like a day to come in and he knows like we had experience and he just kind of like, he's been telling me about it, but like him, he kind of, he won this contest mm-hmm. on uh, with this guy, this, uh, this indie filmmaker, this guy's really, really nice guy. And he like knows his shit does really cool stuff. And uh, he basically entered a contest with his script. Kevin wrote into yeah. this guy, and he picked his script. So he said, "Whoever wins, I'll help them make oh, this short." Yeah. You know, and he ended up making it. Entered it in, and it got into one festival right now. Um, but I mean, it's like again, that, that's something like right. But I, I mean, I want to be a part. Whether it's a scene, like legitimately yeah. a scene, camera opping. I mean, I don't even necessarily have to be the DP because, mm-hmm. like, that's the thing is, like, you know, I know a lot of indies. The DP is usually the camera op, right? But it's like, hey, like nowadays, it's like, hey, if you want to be a DP, I can. You can hire me as your camera yeah. op, AC. Like, I can do that yeah, while yeah. you can sit here and really focus with the, you know, the director on what you guys want to do, and you know, want to come over and. Hey, I want to do this scene. I'll back up and yeah. be the AC. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I, I don't mind doing that. Cause I feel like that's where you get the most experience. I mean, obviously being the full DP cause you're storyboarding, you're yeah. getting the camera setups, you're right. You know, all the angles, but also like sitting there doing that, you can watch an experienced DP. Like I was on this set, like this guy, I felt like it was really experienced, especially shooting indie style mm-hmm. stuff. So just knowing low budget, how to do angles. And yeah. so I just, by just watching him and just listening, and like you know we had big like just like like he had such simple gear that he pulled out of a little sedan you know and we just set up this massive you know massive like silk that went over this car he did this really quick like some like just a black tarp like cover, like just did all this stuff where you're like looking at it, you're like what is he doing and all of a sudden you look at the camera screen you're like well that came out great yeah you know and you're like shit i yeah. just learned something today you know i just learned how to build this rig you know this like which i've seen on like you know grip rigs on the yeah. page you know i'm like oh i've seen one of those set up and i got to set one up you know yeah. so um that's why i think is like kind of not being 
the head guy and having all the weight, being able to kind of right. sit back and just watch and still be hands on. I learned the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important like to, to be like hands on and like learn. I, like, Cause that's how I learned too. Yeah. If I'm not touching it or like <laughs> watching someone like, exactly. like shoulder to shoulder. Exactly. Like you, you can, you can sit here and tell me everything about it. I won't, I can go home and I won't remember. Yeah, anything. yeah. I might pick up on some stuff yeah. that like caught, but it's like, yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta do it. Yeah, I, I gotta do. You gotta it. show me, do it, and then let. I mean, show me and tell me, and then hand it to me and let and me let me do yeah. it right there and yeah. say you did it right or wrong because like yeah, I'm a hundred percent the same way. Yeah. And so that's what like I that's a huge goal for me um, to do that, and then obviously still work on the show. Like I mean, I'd love to keep like that's what sucks. Like I love the show I'm on because now I'm like cool with a lot of the right. people and and it's like i said they've i mean what i get paid is i would say is what the average pa mm-hmm. in la so it's not like you know pas get extravagant yeah. money. there's basically a, a window it's pretty much PA, minimum wage. yeah it's basically yeah there's a small window and if you get a little bit more it's because you've been a pa a long time yeah. <laughs> on that show and you probably got a raise so if i can be on this show long i'll be happy but other than that find more work and do some more passion projects yeah. this year, you know, like last year was just, a, it was crazy. Yeah. Was I mean, crazy. yeah. Last year, me and my roommate were like, let's, let's do 10 films. And I think we like short films. And I think we maybe did like five, you know, five more than I, well, yeah. I did a commercial, but yeah. five more than I did. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, like we had a goal, but we still didn't hit. I think we got lazy, you know, like blah, blah, blah. Life. Man. Yeah. Life. So it's like, it's hard this year. We, this year we want to like, I, I want to do more um, stuff. So, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to hit you up. So what's your, well, so is that like basically your goal? Is that what you're thinking? What's that? This goal for 2019? Yeah, just, I mean, it, I don't like necessarily have a number. I just want to be more consistent. Mm-hmm. I want to like, I, I have two scripts I'm, I'm writing and I, I've been writing them for one of them. I, I just recently started, but the other one I've been writing for like years. I'm just like, just fucking finish it because I'll write a page like, cool. And then put it on the shelf. A couple weeks later, write a page. You know, so it's like I, that's I, like, but that's see, that's cool though, man. I wish I had something I could just hop back to, like yeah. a passion project like that. But uh, the dude, just you gotta just start sending it to people, yeah. man. Not even done to say like, hey, where like you know, or try to get a rough draft, right? And just start sending it to people. Yeah. And what my problem get. is like I'm a huge procrastinator, so like that's one thing I want to oh, fix yeah. this year. Yes. It's just like I'm with you. Do it. And then watch Netflix. <laughs> then watch Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Write 15 pages, then watch See, Netflix. I just think the biggest thing, what I found that's helped me, is just scheduling, yeah. man. Like, it's just sitting down. I mean, hey, again, sometimes, like, you, you miss the date by a day, like, if it has yeah. to be pushed. But, like, sit down saying, this date's this, this date's right. this. And it's like, it just, it works so much easier. Because yeah. then when you start doing those dates, everything doesn't seem yeah. stressful anymore. Yeah, like, and, and, like, I think the cool thing that, that – that I recently started doing was me and my friends, we um, start an Instagram page called itty bitty movies. Okay. So, yeah, 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 yeah. so like so. we make one minute shorts and like, so it's like, like I don't come up with every idea. So it's like, it's cool. Cause, cause one, one friend could be like, Hey, this, I have this idea. Or we're like, cool. Like, I think it'd be a little bit better if we did this. And he's like, sick. And then we go shoot it, you know, whatever. but <laughs> one minute's perfect. Yeah. It's like, you can do that in one day. Yeah. You well know? me, so we, um, I'm going to show it to you when we're done, but um, me and my roommate, Justin, we, had that we were entering a competition for one minute short and um like they gave us three months and we did it like the weekend before it was supposed to be submitted <laughs> and we, we were shooting on the beach 
and I had, was leaving work at four. And I, I was like, huh, it's getting a little dark. And I look at the phone and the sunset was in 45 minutes. <laughs> and we needed light. <laughs> so I like basically ran home. Luckily, we had like staged all our gear ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Got in the car, drove as fast as we could to the beach. Got there with like Jumped 20 out. minutes. Gotten because I had to be in it too for like one one scene. I uh, so we get like got in our costumes, shot everything we needed in 20 minutes, <laughs> and then afterwards we did like like audio, like recorded like footsteps and blah blah blah. How fun, dude! I think I like that. Yeah, I think I actually. So I like, I, I mean, you can like you can I, do it. I mean, you can't shoot in in one yeah. evening. Well, like like I said, that short I just did. I, like, if we want to, I'll show you after. Like, I watch it. I'm <laughs> like, man, it's funny because I felt like if I wanted to shoot that, I felt like in like college, I would have taken me like two yeah. days and like all yeah. the stress and like it was just now that everybody knows what they're doing, definitely it knocks it out. Yeah, I mean, like, so, um, and this is not to knock her. It's just like when. When I would do shoot like shoot stuff with Elena, she's like, we got to a point where like, hey, let's let's actually make this like feel professional. Let's like audition people. Let's mm-hmm. get cat like crew and let's mm-hmm. like you know. And I think it kind of hindered like us as creatives because we were too worried about it, like feeling more than a college set. And so we we did less stuff than we if we would have just hey grab a phone let's. Grab like our buddies, and then this is the story, mm-hmm. and we could have less creativity yeah. and worried about more production, right? And even if even if it was shitty, it's like we still did something. Yes, yes. And I, so I think, like, and then, and that's one of the things I like that it's like we everything we've shot so far. Like I think once we've used my DSLR, but then the other times we've just used the phone, dude. Because you can like it works get like crazy shots yeah. you know like and you can edit the color yeah. you can still do everything yeah. you want the one thing it. i don't like that it was is the auto exposure it starts so messing with it yeah it kind of fucked up a shot that we did in one but you know there's that's apps what, i guess well it was exactly there's apps and then like you know like now like well, like i say like with dude with the gopro like they allow you to adjust the settings on the freaking camera yeah. so like you can kind of somewhat get it to where you like it and it's, but it's like so neat what like you can shoot on an iPhone and yeah. get done and it comes out. Like I saw this guy have a whole shoulder rig and everything yeah. at a concert we did, and an iPhone. Yeah. Well, we on did it. that one time we put, um, we put the iPhone on my shoulder rig just mm-hmm. yeah. and now, and now my room, he, he got one of those DJI Osmos for Christmas. Oh, and it just, yeah, the gimbal thing. So, so just run around. So with yeah, it. he's been like trying to figure it out, but the shots are so smooth. Yeah. See, that's exactly like, that's what's talking about. Like the new GoPro, like they're talking about like, cause it kind of stupid what they did. Cause they GoPro has their gimbal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot how it was. Karma grip. Yeah. I think it is. And well, they're like, this eliminates all gimbals. And I'm like, you just eliminated your own product. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but imagine so, if you put it on the gimbal on too. Double stabilization. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like something like, I thought that was pretty, Neat, but yeah, no, like what you can do now with just spa- basically handheld yeah. stuff. Um, you can get like lens adapters too, yeah, like and telephoto like, lenses, yeah. You yeah. could, I mean, like, so, um, yeah, you can get a fucking lens that slides over, and it's like now I'm shooting cinematic quality. What, yeah, you like, spend like 150 bucks on like a lens thing, and it's yeah, like, yeah, you're like, how, uh, what, <laughs> <laughs> and. And I'm yeah. <laughs> I mean, who was it? Was it, um, what director just did it? Uh, shot an entire f- feature on, on, uh, iPhone. Um, 
I forget what his name is. It, the movie's called In- Unsane or something. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, how much of that was edited in post? You know, you're like, yeah. again, you start thinking, you're like, well, how much was color graded? In yeah, post? well, I'm like, sure, you know, I'm sure like a lot of stuff was done. But like, you know, there's like app, like I think they like use a certain app yeah. to like do like f- actually get exposure, aperture, because I, I have an app where you can adjust aperture yeah, exactly. and stuff. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I, you know, like the behind the scenes, it was crazy. They had like a giant Manfrotto. With an eye, like, <laughs> yeah, so it's like you're like using all this like cinematic gear, but you have like a little, <laughs> like a Fisher doll, yeah. just like <laughs> lifting up this like little eye. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it wasn't just like some guy, it was like a, I, I'm blanking on the name right now, but yeah, it was a big mm-hmm, director mm-hmm. that did it. Yeah, so I've, it's like I've seen feature yeah. film, like, yeah, film festivals where they're like this whole thing was shot on an iPhone, yeah, like. It's just a point to prove that it's not, a, it's yeah. a story sometimes yeah. that sells you. Like, especially the genre that you're trying to produce. Right. Like, you're doing a comedy, gives a shit what it's shot on. I mean, yeah. again, like, you know, you want it to look good. Right. But again, like, I don't know, like, you don't necessarily have to. I The only person, though, I feel like they have been, like, is, you know, the newer comedies, like with Seth Rogen, mm. like the Adam McKay's comedy. Yeah. They actually, like, I think, care about their cinematography, yeah. like, they in definitely their comedies. Do. Yeah. But, like, other than that, I mean, nobody's looking at the cinematography in a comedy, You're right. you know, so give or take. I mean, maybe some, maybe like cinematography, people who want to be cinematographers who are like interested in shooting comedy. Yeah, exactly. Because you know? yeah. there I is guess. a style to it. I there, mean, it, there's a style. And I think it's more on the base of angles and yeah. cuts and, oh, I mean, that's more editing. But like, I think it's just based on like angles and the yeah. way that things are framed as opposed to maybe lighting. That's obviously yeah. it's high key lighting. Right. But it's, it's, I think it's a lot more based on like, you know how you're you know framing people up right. and stuff like that and again it's writing right yeah <laughs> but uh no dude i'm so sorry i would yeah i would love to do more awesome more yeah stuff. We, i mean we like our the thing we like is uh, the thing i love too is just like working with different people like mm-hmm. i've made so many friends that are like, wanting to write wanting to you know shoot and stuff like that so it's like yeah, like, come on, let's, like, if you have ideas too, let's shoot them, you know? Yep, it's like, exactly. Well, now, especially, like, with the way this career works, like, you always just have the most random days off. Like, yeah. you never, so it's like, I mean, I'm used to always being like, hey, Monday through Friday, I'm busy. Right. Like, you know, all day, like, working or school or something. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, yeah, hey, I got Friday, Saturday yeah. off. I'm, I'm shooting Sunday, but then it's like, yeah, we can shoot, yeah. like, Wednesday that following, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, you like, can actually make it happen. I have a friend, like, we're doing a table read on um, Saturday for the, the feature and one of the guys that's coming he's like yeah i can make the table read and then i gotta quickly go to a shoot and then we're gonna get drinks after you know it's like <laughs> yeah dude, and it's awesome that like i love that sense it's like hey we'll do this do that it's, it's just like it's such a fast-paced living yeah you know and it's it's exciting because <clears throat> like there's always something to do it's yeah so, it's electric yeah it seriously is it's like it's constantly just going you yeah know? i and love it it's you know like you can get yourself out of it like you can really just kind of be like what's going on, like kind of take yourself away. But if you really want to throw yourself into doing stuff, just pull out Facebook like yeah. events. And there's literally yeah. so much going on. There's always, just, I mean, especially here, there's always something, someone needs something, someone. Yeah. Something like, yeah, I had such a fun time. I think I told you about like, I, there was a silent disco at like the end of the pier in Santa Monica. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like at the very end, like you walked all the way down to the yeah, pier. You did mention this. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, I'm like, and my buddy's like, yeah, I just saw it like on like Facebook events. Huh. And he's like, yeah, I started following the page. So now they show me like all the different <laughs> ones. And I'm like, 
Oh, I've seen yeah, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, like, like you, you go and you wear like head. Yep, you yeah, just yeah. Get, and it's just like, dude, it was the neatest thing because like I've I, I saw it once before and I just thought it was maybe something that this bar was doing. Yeah. But it was like this bar that we went to was really cool, and all these people were in this room just dancing away into silence. Yeah, and- it was. I saw. It, I was with my friend when we were on the beach, and all of a sudden, there's like all these people are like dancing with headphones, and I look at it, I'm like, what the? We're both just like. Yeah, happening. like I don't hear anything. Are we missing something? Yeah, we're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and yeah, dude, it was just like, yeah, it's a silent disco, man. Like, yeah. put on the headphones and you listen to whatever the. Yeah, it was I crazy. just think it's just so weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> like the whole time I was like, hey, yeah, <laughs> like so yeah, it's like fucking stupid things. Like I just want to talk to That's you. That's hilarious. Like, like, can I listen to the music and talk? <laughs> like, no, but that that was some cool. But you know, like. I've been trying to find more, you know, just I'm trying to find things to actually shoot. That's yeah. the other thing is like, I mean, if you're not making an indie with your friends, what do you shoot? Yeah. Like, that's and my problem. I've, what do I've I shoot? been, I've been thinking about it recently because my cousin gave me my grandfather's old Nikon that shoots film. Mm-hmm. Um, not like it's not a video, but you know, it's just a picture camera. And, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Oh, this is really cool. And, and like, I don't know. I have never done photography. So I'm like just shooting shit. But <laughs> I like bought like a bunch of rolls of film on Amazon and I, I'm like, I kind of want to get into it just to like, just to not to become a photographer, but to like practice, like framing up stuff and like trying to find a story in one in like an image. And I'm not like, I I don't want to be, I'm not a camera guy. I don't want to like work in camera, but as like a director, I just want to like, figure out like how to frame like how to tell a, a story yeah tell especially story one images. yeah and so i've been thinking about recently like maybe i should just like start trying to figure like do some photography stuff and but like uh, go um, around and yeah. like travel like like go like different areas and just you know that's the only way that's how like i can all i think i'm like i gotta just start like especially in la there's so much yeah. culture you can actually start finding some cool shit to take yeah. pictures of but um, I don't know if I told you this. I got inherited same thing. I got an old Minolta SRT, and it's same thing, thirty five millimeter film. Mm. Like, and the way I got it, like this guy gave it to me. His his like his like uh, I think it was his father in law passed mm. away, and they cleaned out his house, and he had this all in this like leather case. He yeah. just gave it. To, he's like, hey, I know you like cameras. And <laughs> like, I didn't want to sell it. Yeah, in my closet. So, I got. A- like a leather case with lenses and yeah yeah dude it uh, had like lenses fucking, and what are they called uh nd filters and stuff yeah it was like it was crazy and i'm like looking at this and i start looking it has like the manuals from when he oh, bought no it way. it has a card from when he took it to this like photo repair place <laughs> in like the 60s yeah this camera is from the like i started i'm like you could just tell how old the paper yeah. it's all like yellow and <laughs> shit and it's so old and yeah it had these limbs and you're just like looking you're like how interesting you're like this yeah. was the original slr yeah because now we shoot with dslr right. this isn't like they're written because i started researching i'm like what is this and they're like this is like the minolta's at least but this was the first generation of slrs and I'm like, holy, you know, just being able to adjust all the different yeah. like, ice. So, and just like, there's these little tricks and like, same thing. Like I, I kind of sparked this new love for cinematography for me because, you know, like you just, we're always to look at this LCD screen. Right. Like, okay, that's what but my now, image yeah. is. Now you gotta like fucking well, look And through. you're like, what is this picture? Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it even exposed? Right. 
Like, and you got to wait till you go get it developed. Yep. And <laughs> now like learning about like exposures, like, and what the actual meaning of like ISO, yeah. what that all like kind of rooted down to is just the light, like the, ex- the amount of light that's exposed actually onto the film itself. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, anything, it's all like light exposures, right. but it's interesting. Cause like, you know, say you're shooting outdoors and something like fast, you're going to get a, like, you know, per se, a faster ISO Yeah. because just the way, cause like basically like, or, you know, when I guess when you're shooting like something, that's a fast image that you don't have a lot of time to expose, you shoot a faster ISO yeah. or like you're shooting inside with low light, you shoot a faster ISO. Cause it's, but then I'm like, oh, well that's just like my camera. Right. Because when I'm on my digital, like if it's low light, I have to turn up your ISO a little bit yeah. to adjust. So I'm like, oh, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it starts making sense. It's just like, less gear on it. Exactly. It's just, a, it's, and it's interesting, like learning about like the techniques, like the sunny 16 mm-hmm. rule. I don't know if you, no. if they learned that. So now you're shooting with film, like the sunny 16. So you set your, your F stop to 16. Okay. And then, uh, <clears throat> Depending on what ISO film you're using, that's what you put your shutter oh, okay. at. So if like you're using a 200 ISO film, you set your shutter to like one over 200. Oh, you I know, no idea. and then you and then at 16 aperture with those settings, or with 16 aperture, and then <clears throat> with uh, your shutter at that, then you adjust your ISO. You know, to yeah. like, and then uh, I mean, not your just you know, you can adjust them on there, but then you take the picture and it'll expose them. Like I kind of like, oh, I didn't, awesome. I didn't, I didn't really know. I kind of just took that, went out to the beach and like, it just yeah. snapped photos and I took them and they were all exposed. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's kind of a cool yeah. show. They call it the sunny 16 rule, <clears throat> but it's like, if you're shooting 100 ISO film, set your shutter yeah. to 100. And, uh, so I thought that was, I thought that was pretty interesting. And, you know, like in, but like, I don't know, on my camera it's cool. I have this little bar in there that helps you tell if your photo's exposed. Oh, cool. Yeah, dude. Like we got to go out now. Yeah. Like, now that knowing your film, like, cause I have this role that I still yet to d- develop. Yeah. And, I have two that I'm, I haven't. Yeah. And it sucks that buying the film isn't bad. It's getting it developed. Yeah. what's expensive. So I'm like, I haven't gone. I'm, I'm, I had a friend that, uh, he just <clears throat> now quit. He uh-huh. used to work at a a place that they develop yeah. film. He's always like, come on, come yeah, get your stuff. And I'm like, hey, man, you still work there? He's like, no, not anymore. <laughs> but, <I'm> like, <laughs> but, no, but, yeah. but I mean, like, I mean, you can. No, never mind. I thought I was thinking about something different. Like, I was like, I was going to say, you can develop it on your own. But I'm like, you wait, can. I was thinking about something different. Yeah, but I don't want to get into that. No, well, <laughs> it's like, well, my whole thing is that like, I thought about that. Like, because like, somebody's like, well, you should just develop it. I'm like, I thought about that. But I'm like, one not trying to create a red room yeah. like, or like a dark room and two i'm like i'm honestly like don't have no idea like i would have yeah. to have somebody show me or yeah. like really like, i'd fuck it up yeah like and that's like because my whole thing is like how do you go from your negative to yeah. something lo- that's what i don't understand how do you go from like this negative that's black and white to like a to any other yeah. size like yeah, Anything. it's a process. I'm sure it's yeah, a big process. Yeah, exactly. And then you have to I, buy all the chemicals yeah. and shit. My, so my, my cousin, she, uh, her, her fiance, they love to shoot on film. Um, like they, I'm pretty sure they, that's all they mm-hmm. used. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they live, they used to live in Glendale and now they live in Pasadena, but they're always like, that's the problem is like, they always tell me of like good places to go, but they're not here. They're yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. We trust these guys. You should go there. It's like, that's in Pasadena, yeah, like, guys. How is that worth? <laughs> It'll my take time? me an hour and forty-five minutes 
on a good day to get yeah. there. Like there's this one place I went. Uh, it's like Jer or uh, Jerry's like photo something. It's right, it's actually not too far from here. Uh, God now, God now. No, oh now I know it. It was the. It's called Barry Flash okay. photography. Why I remember it because I'm thinking of Barry Flash, <laughs> Barry Allen yeah. from the Flash. Because it's a good funny. way to remember it. <laughs> yeah, because like when I kept pulling it up, I would type in Barry uh, Barry Flash photography, and it would pull up Barry Allen. <laughs> it would say Barry Flash, and I'm like, that's I get it, but that's Barry Allen that's the funny. Flash. <laughs> but it, um, they were cool because like if you buy the role from them and just have a receipt that shows it, it's like they're I think they develop or like the developed fee is free oh, cool. and then they just, you know, it's like, you know, they just charge you per, you know, uh, how many pictures you take per each image, you know? So, so it's like, that's how it usually does. It's like, you know, like that yeah. developing fee and then every picture costs like, you know, like 30 cents or right. whatever, depending on what you're printing. You remember when on. Costco used to do it? You could just walk. I would go with my just, dad every yeah, weekend. Yeah, He'd be like, yeah. we're going to get the pictures developed. <laughs> uh, and it would be, it'd be in that back corner. Yeah, dude. Some random dude. Yeah. Just like, yeah. They'll be ready in an hour. Yeah, we're just coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. You no, know, and like, yeah, like, and I remember going there and I remember the first time and it was like 20 something bucks. And I'm like. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, like I, like I got them printed out. Like I had so many photos and. I just did them on small mat, like, yeah. you know, and I was like, it was like 20 something bucks. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. But I'm like, fuck dude. Every time I want to do this, yeah. like, it's going to be 12. Well, like I'm like, so my, well, my, my cousin habit. does, she gets her film developed and then she has a scanner and then like a special insert where you put the strip of film and uh. then she just scans them in the computer and then she'll edit, like edit, like, you know, See, Photoshop, Photoshop them. So that it's not in like a strip anymore, and then she'll exactly. edit the photo. Exactly. So like she does, and I've seen on Amazon like once you get your film developed, you can run it through like this. It's like a, a, a like a cylinder, and you put it through this side. It goes out that one, yeah, and, then and it just, scans the oh, film in. Dude, I might so, get that. <laughs> so I mean, and I think it's like eighty bucks, you know. But like, if you go and get four rolls developed, that's eighty bucks. It, anyway. It'll add up. Like you can so, do that in one weekend. Right. Like if you actually go out and like on an event, you can go through yeah. films. So I mean, rolls, like if like, you're just getting it developed and then scanning at home, you're like, you know, I'd rather do that. Well, see, that's what I like. I didn't realize that because, like, yeah, I know I've got in there. And they're like, you know, that's okay. How do you want to develop? Do you want the negatives? And I always said, yeah, might as well give me the negative just in case I, cause it, like, I want to do something else one right. day with them. Cause like, cause what I told him was like, I, I was talking to the guy. I'm like, dude, I'm new to this. I have no clue if these are yeah. good. So I'm like, I really don't want to pay for these if they're all just shit. Yeah. Because yeah, unfortunately, you know, that's just part of film, you know, <laughs> like you got to just pretty, he's like, buddy says, so like keep the negatives. So like, you know, it's like print them out and just cheap, cheap little yeah. fucking small ones, make it cheap, keep the negative. So say if there is a photo, you're like, Hey, I like this. You come hand us the negative, then we can blow it up into oh, something cool. bigger for you. Yeah. You know, so just always hold on to your negatives. But I think I can just go and say, hey, I just want the negatives. Mm -hmm. And they'll probably just yeah. de you know, develop you the negative, hand me the roll of negatives. Yeah. And then, like, so that's I, what, go I mean, because that's what my cousin does. She doesn't come. Like I, I don't think she, she comes back. She develops with, the negatives. Yeah, right? I don't think she comes back with like a stack of photos. <laughs> and, and the old school, just yeah. like <laughs> in the just envelope. The pack, with the, yeah, just don't touch them. Yeah. You know, your mom was yeah. yelling, "You're gonna get them dirty." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't touch them with your fingers. <laughs> it's on the on the sides. It's on the sides. <laughs> just put them on the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think that I don't that's think, actually a good idea. I yeah. did know that's like you said. 
you know, like, cause I, I would go out, I, you, you know, you're only getting 25 to 30 photos on depends a roll. On, depends on your roles. Yep. But depends yeah. on the role. I think it's like 24, 26. Yeah. Like that. If that, like, you know, so. And then I you're mean, like, so con- like conscious yes, of what you shoot. You're like, uh, yes. nah. you're just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Like yeah. I was on the beach trying to get some cool wave photos and I'm literally on these rocks like yeah. sprawled just like sitting there waiting for the right way shot dude and like and then it's like of course like three waves would go by and I'm like I should have fucking yeah. got those waves and then the like and, dude I'll never forget I almost ate it like because I'm sitting on these rocks and a high tide came in uh, and it got me all the way up to my because it was kind of just like coming up and it would hit my feet and dude, something came in it like because <laughs> I just remember hearing it like I just I'm like seeing the wave and I'm like I'm getting this photo and I'm like dude this is gonna hit me and I took it and I just kind of hooked like and it just drenched uh, me from the waist down and I just cut I almost slipped and I just held my camera up in the air that's so scary and I was just laughing like, I, was, <laughs> I was laughing yeah I'm like I I knew like I had it but it was kind of what I was I'm like dude that could have been bad <laughs> just ruined my that's this so new funny. camera yeah. But yeah, it was, it's super cool. So I'm like, dude, we definitely just got to go and, yeah. start just, and just bring some rolls yeah. and just start. Let's do it. I, I, I definitely want to do more of it just, just for fun. You know, I'm not, I don't know black what I'm and doing. So what would you want to do black and white or color? Um, I, the only rolls I bought so far are color. So see, I see at first I was like, oh, and then I'm like, well, I kind of like that grit yeah. and the grain. Of I def- like the next the ones idea. I'm going to buy are black and white just, just to try it mm-hmm. and see that's it's what, like a whole different exposure. You have to exactly. Yeah. And you, well, you got to think about like, yeah, the contrast of what you're shooting mm-hmm. now. Cause you're like this, I only got black and white. Right. So I got to find higher contrast lighting. Yeah. You know, I got to find things like that are going to, yeah. Going to pick up well, or it's just going to look like real dark or real yeah. light. And I, I mean, like in my mind, I just always want to grab that like picture that just looks like the time that camera was shot in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, wow, that picture looks like it was from 1960 fucking four. Right. You know, and I can't like, you know, I just like, and just I gotta feel yellow like, it and then, then scratch it a bit. <laughs> scratch it up a little bit. Add all like Sand a little pa- sandpaper. Like, yeah. Like, eh, yeah. Ah, there we go. Sand. There we go. <laughs> now it's vintage. Yeah. But like, I, I love LA cause like there's so much culture and yeah. all, like you find those like corners that are just, I mean, maybe graffiti or like yeah. has like cool murals 50 and stuff. homeless guys. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> totally just drunk. Yeah. <laughs> No, but like I just wanted to always find just like cultural pictures, you know, like people. Like uh, I've always been so fascinated. I started following this person. I think it's called like People of NYC or something like that. It's this guy's got like crap loads of followers, and he just like interviews people every day, and he posts their story. Like it'll just be the most random pictures. Like it'll be just somebody just like sitting here. Like it'll just be a picture of you sitting there, and it'll just be like just this quick snidbit of maybe. Something that, you know, they probably sat there for hours and yeah. talked and it'll just be something that they picked sum up, up their life. Yeah, that's you're, cool. exactly. Just to sum up that probably whole oh, conversation. That's awesome. And it's cool. Just every single person is something different. Like this, this last one I just read this morning was this girl. Like she was, uh, she like was always inspired by music and she like worked a regular job and she literally just quit her job and she went and started singing on like this one popular street and like she went to a music prof- her old music professor as like inspiration mm. and she was like I used to do that when I was young you know you're at a good age to go for it and, yeah. and she does it now and she's like she's like at first I was so scared and like she just talked about these people helped her and she's like she's like I make like I started out my first day I made $60 in one day and she's like now I make a lot more I can provide for my daughter and it's like That's just this awesome. weird yeah. story you're like this totally normal person that just like 
literally just was like, yeah, I quit my job and I sing on the streets in New York and make money doing That's it. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 And, and just like interesting and like sad stories, happy stories. Yeah. So like I've kind of wanted to take on that leaf, maybe not like post it, but maybe just like go around and start talking yeah. to people and be like, you mind if I take your picture and maybe talk to them for a yeah. little bit? And I mean, there's so many, there's so many different so things you can do. People. Like just like, I mean, imagine like, I'm not, I don't know about all of it. Like just like homeless people, like their stories, like how, like, mm-hmm. you know, you never know how they got yep. there. So yeah. especially in Hollywood. Yeah. There's probably a few freaking, you know, stories that you're like, you're like shit, man. Yeah. like, geez. yeah, I just, just blew all my money. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you can say like, yeah, I was a producer on this big show. And you're like, yeah, I heard that show. I yeah. Snorted all my money. Snorted all my money. Away. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, but yeah, just like, or go around just taking pictures. To just, yeah. I love just really like abstract, like when people just take like a neat photo of maybe just like, I hype it like a trash can. Yeah. Like, you know, like a cool, just like, just that, center yeah. frame it. Weird, but that's what I'm cool saying. Lighting. Like, that's, that's what I want to like also do is just like, Cause like that, there's like a story you could you could make a story yep. with that. Yep. You know, oh, yeah. you like yes. you could frame up a leaf on a tree and you're like, oh wow, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's this guy I follow. I don't know how I found him, but it's this dude. He he has like one of those cool like you look down into oh, the I want, top. I want and, yeah. One of those. I know, and you and he and he takes these photos that I'm just like. Those are the those are the film photos yeah. I want to take, and and they're just all just scenery, like just like you could tell he's just like walks around, and it'll just be maybe of like this one, like he always gets these cool ones. They're like gas stations, and like the middle of the night, so there'll be like no one around, and it'll just be like the lights of like the actual gas station yeah. li- lighting up down, and it'll be all kind of dark around it, and maybe like the neon lights rimming around the edges of the building, and it's just all on film, and it's just like because the way the film picks up like the neon lighting, and it's just it's like that's so cool yeah. like it's so cool looking that's like awesome. you want to be there you want to just see yeah. it you know i want to go to that sketchy <laughs> meth den exactly that's <laughs> like, like no like yeah this one was cool it was like a laundromat and it was like the side of an alley where like you can probably like drop your clothes mm-hmm. off there and it was just so neat because it was just like you know like stone wood or not stone wood like stone <laughs> bricks yeah and like just like this old like neon right and it had like smoke coming up and it was just like man oh, that's like, awesome it was just such a fascinating photo and you're like man i, I yeah. want to take photos like that like yeah send me people. send me the link to that account dude no dude definitely because we'll, we'll check yeah. it out i like, love because i just love pic- like certain pictures like, like i could just stare out forever just mm-hmm. you know there's mm-hmm. there's something too that's why i love paintings and just things yep. like, there's yeah. always a story to yep you know like i have a painting of of um from a famous a painter Kandinsky and it's just circles it's a black background with just different colored like circles and I could just sometimes I'm just like just I like I, I just Is life each ring yeah I just <laughs> gaze into it because there's like something about it that just mm-hmm. pulls my attention to mm-hmm. it so well the beauty of art is that in every like how you said like a picture is going to tell a story yeah well that's going to tell a story to so many different people yeah like, you could have a just a like you said a painting of an apple. Well, maybe to me like every morning my mom gave me an apple before I went to school. So maybe seeing that apple right. reminds me of my mom. Well, maybe you. It's like man, I hate red apples because the only app red apple I ate a worm was inside <laughs> of it. So every time you see it, so it's right. like you know what I mean. Somebody's gonna have completely two yeah. stories that are well, sitting right next yeah. to each other. So you know? I I follow this or I'm really into this comedian Chris D'Elia. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so. Yeah. On his podcast, he was talking about how, like, he, um, he, something about, like, English class or something. And he's like, 
yeah I, and i wrote a script and i sent it back to my english professor or teacher and he's like um i just want you to know he's like and he dropped the craziest shit that i'll never forget he's like the thing about stories is you only own 50 percent of it the other 50 percent is the reader you yeah. know because like it's there it's whatever yeah. they perceive and, and, this, and when i heard that i'm like holy fuck like like that's crazy to think about it's like because yeah it's so true like just because you wrote the story you shot the story you painted it you know it's like 50 people can look at it and have a yes. completely different experience a hundred percent like that's what i love so much about like art in yeah. general is because like like you can sit here and we can discuss one thing and have two totally yeah completely outlooks on it and it doesn't make them wrong or right right you know it's just hey that's the way i see yeah. it you know and that's why like i've always was told like in a in making a movie the story's told three times yeah you know your writer your director and your editor because yep. each person's gonna take how they're seeing the emotions, like, you know, regardless of how the writer wants it to play out, how that, you know, director sees it. And then how after the director's changes, how that editor's right. seeing it. And it's just, and then again, the viewer. Right. And then once all that's chopped up, well, is the viewer getting it the way all three of these people <laughs> right. are trying to explain it? Right. It's like, again, though, depending on how their background yeah. and yeah. No, so that's why, I, that's why I think like, I hate when. Again, like they always taught you that in film school, a film isn't just bad or good, but it's like, I, I it's an argument. Nothing can really be bad or good per se. I mean, yeah, no, there yeah. is bad films yeah. out there, but cause it's all subjective. Right. It's like, you know, like I hate, like the, always, I go back to the argument. People ask, Oh, you can see this horror movie. And I go, ah, I'm not a fan of horror. You're a filmmaker and you don't like, it's like, you're a human and like yeah. okay, like and you're gonna tell me you like every single food out there yeah, and you like, don't like asparagus <laughs> he's, oh, that's what i mean like that's all like so you're telling me like yeah. there's not one type of food out there you don't like right doesn't make you like not yeah. like food you just don't like that like yeah. I, I just like hey just you don't food. like rap yeah. what <laughs> you don't know what music yeah. is yeah. you know and that's what's so frustrating because i'm like you know to some people they love horror I'm like to me i just i don't yeah. have entertainment in it. and like to some people, they're just like, I just can't believe like you just hate horror films. I'm yeah. like, I just hate my, them. Like, yeah, my, and my, my grandma always used to say, this, that's why they made chocolate and vanilla. <laughs> you know? Exactly. That's why they have, they <laughs> you know, 120% of it's so true. That's why there's chocolate and vanilla. <laughs> that's, it is. And it's like, well, I always tell people. Some people like swirl, so. <laughs> and some people like sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's not gonna do crazy, dude. Yeah, so those are the weird people. <laughs> take it back. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like I just yeah, it's it's all subjective. That's why it's so beautiful because everybody's gonna take this yeah. in such a different light, and that's like, I think that's like the biggest challenge of it all too is you're always yeah. worried that like you're. Your, is my image that the way I want it to come out and then it's like at the end of the day where people are going to even see it that way yeah but <laughs> I, I think like the thing I've I started to learn or recognize or whatever you want to say is that like it shouldn't you whatever you're creating painting whatever sh uh, you know it, you shouldn't be worried about like what the person you're going to show it to thinks because like who cares mm -hmm. but I mean like it's hard to say that because you're like, you do care. But <laughs> at the same time, you're like, I'm not doing it for that person. I'm doing it because like, this is what I had envisioned. This is what I want to make. And it's like, if someone thinks something different or they actually see what I wanted to see, 
then like that's cool. But yeah, exactly. And it, it's because it's hard because you're always you want people to to see your yeah. thing the way you want to, exactly. and no one will. No one will. Well, and it's like because nobody can sit in your mind. Nobody right. Can, nobody can. Nobody can be you. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> nobody can be you, and it's like that's a good thing because you know you're gonna. You know, that's your mindset is different from the person next to you. And that's actually could be a good thing because once you've explained your thoughts, that guy might spit it back to you and you go, yeah. shit, I didn't see it that way. And that's a hundred percent better of yeah. a way than I thought. And that happens it. all the time. All the time. And that's why it's like, you can't be yeah. scared to be collaborative. Right. And I think that, that I was just going to say, and that's why collaboration is so important, mm-hmm. especially in film, like, because you can have an idea. And you're like, this is what, how I think we should execute it. And your DP might be like, dude, that's that's awesome. But I think it might be a little bit better if we do it this and this one. And you're like, yeah, didn't even think yeah, about it like didn't, that. <laughs> who would have known? You know, it's yeah, like, you're like that. That can work. Yeah, you're like, yeah, I've done it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh shit. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Exactly. So exactly. It's like, you know, you just gotta be like, well, yeah, you're open. You gotta be open, open to like open. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think like that's something I've learned. You know, as as an artist, you're like, oh, it's my my thought, it's my work. Yeah. I don't want it to be sullied. But yeah. and you're like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're like, well, the people that you have around you want to help you because they but like they believe in you. So like, yeah. if they're here, then like maybe trust them a little bit exactly. to help. Cause exactly. Because they they want they don't want to make a shit thing either. Well, and so, you should surround yourself with people that are better than you and uh, it, well, yes. i mean to an extent too. Yeah. i mean like but like ideas you should be surrounding yourself with people that like if they suggest something be like i trust you more yeah. than my judgment well, you know my, my mom says um i forget where she heard it um but she said always if you're in a group of five people and you're the sixth person make sure those five people are way ahead of where you want to be because if you're the if you're the one that's ahead you're not learning anything no so no. you know it, it's only going to benefit you if if you're surrounding yourself with people who are you know, like professionals that they've done it for you. You're like, I want to be those guys. Exactly. And then like, and, and then like you said, when people are better around you, they're just going to make you better. Yeah. It's almost impossible. Like you said, unless well, you know, I mean, right. they're going to kick you out. Right. I mean, it, I mean, <laughs> but, like, it's I mean, like if you surround yourself by like meth heads and like, you, you know, it's like, <laughs> you're, you're going to probably head. become a meth yeah, head. Most likely, you know, like so, you're going to try it. You're right. going to dabble. So it's like, <laughs> I mean, because because it, it can go in any direction. If you surround yourself with like health conscious people, you're probably going to become health conscious. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. no matter who you surround, like you're all you're a product of your environment. Exactly, that's I, and that's true. And you always heard that. And you're like, yeah. you're like, it's true. If you're around people that make films all the time, most likely you're going to be making films. Yeah. With them. So like that's like what I was like, you know, maybe part like in my mind, how I thought I'm going to make more films this year. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, I need to start contacting more of my friends that make film. Yeah. I mean, obviously besides working, but like, that's basically what I did on like, uh, on the, it was either, I forget, was it was New Year's or the day after. And I was just started texting people. Like, hey man, like this, this year's gonna be fucking awesome. Let's make stuff. And you know, do it's it. like, and everyone's like, yeah, dude, like I've already, like, I want to do more stuff. So like, <laughs> thanks for reaching out. And it's like, yeah, they're like, what? And it's, and it's, at the same time, everybody, like you said, has that mindset, but they just needed that person to go. Hey, I want to do it. And you're like, dude, I've been wanting it. And like, yeah. just having that, that one other person do that just kickstarts your yeah. motivation. Cause you're like, at least you know, somebody out there is in the same boat yeah. as you. And like the crazy thing is like in LA, you never know who's going to make it. So it's like, by, by like, a, you know, it's like in, in your friend group, one of you is bound to like get an opportunity and you're like, 
hey man like i need i actually need um mm-hmm. i need someone can you come help me with this yeah. you're like fuck yeah even if it's like yeah like because i've always thought that i'm like if i ever got somewhere big i'm in a position i'm like i can start hiring people I'm going to call my friends even say, hey, dude, I know this isn't like you're not going to be my right hand man. Yeah. But I can get you on the show. Like, would you want it? Say no if it's like. Yeah. Because it's like one of those things. If I can get somebody to be above me, I'm dude, I got a, I got the a EP job. Like, I know you yeah. EP other smaller shows, but I can get you on a big show. Like, I'm just a camera op. Right. You know, because I'm so like down for that because my idea is like you said, you never know. Like, you know. On your way to the top, you don't want to make any, like, you know, you want to make as many friends and shit as possible yeah. because if when you're falling down, you don't, you're going to be bumping into all these motherfuckers right. on the way right. down. So that's it's why like, you don't want to be like a dick to anyone. Exactly. Like, that's the problem. I think a lot of people, like, once they're like, you know, they get, they like climb the next ladder and they're like, see ya fuckers. And yeah, then it's like, they're like when oh, they have, they're, they're, when they're they, there, uh, you know, when, when that doesn't really work out, they got to climb back down and everyone's like, Hey, you remember that one time where you were an asshole? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Hey, fuck you, buddy. Yeah. Delete. It's like, yeah. hey, you know why I haven't answered your call in the last yeah. like few years? No, and it's seriously that because, and, and then even like not even necessarily being an asshole, it's just working with them more because it would suck. You know, you work with a guy a couple of times, well, then, you know, you lose connection with them. You don't talk to them for a while. Well, hey, they, you know, next thing you know, you hit them up and you go, hey, how's things going? Oh, I've been working on this show. Hey, dude, you should come on. It's like. Fuck, I'd love to. I should have been talking to you years ago. Yeah. Maybe I would have been able to get on the, you know. Yeah. And those are weird situations, but it's kind of like you said, you never know who's going to make it. Yeah. And keep, and I mean, it sounds so superficial. Like, oh, I'm only friends with you just, just in case if you make it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it is. So, you you know, you got to, like, we're all, we're in this community together. Yeah. And it's weird. Like, it's not like many other jobs. No job industries it's, out there where you're, we're all just kind of like, yeah, we're gunning. Cause they're like, Hey, that's a cutthroat industry yeah. films, a cutthroat industry, but it's like, we're all like so collaborative right. with each other. And it's such a big it, industry. It's also very like, like, I like we keep saying it's collaborative, but it's like, you'd rather work with a friend that's, he might, you know, even though he might not be as experienced, but you'd rather work with your friend because he's a nice guy and he's actually he can do like what you ask him to do and he's punctual and blah, blah, blah versus that guy who's a huge dick who shows up late. Mm-hmm. And even though he's like has three really Oscars. Good, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, dude, I'd rather work with somebody I know I can work with for the next three months. Yeah. Still get the job done. Yeah. You know, and I, and they're going to appreciate me and everything else. after yeah. the, the Oh dude. A hundred percent. I think, yeah, 100%. I think that's like, the most important. Yeah. Like it's honestly a dream of mine. Like one day just pulling onto a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And like walking in and like looking over at like somebody like you or like Austin or like somebody that you've done film work since you were nobody. Yeah. Like, you know, just even, I mean, everybody was a nobody, but like someone that you're just like, dude, we have gone through this whole process together. And cause like I'll work on shows and you see people and they're like, Oh, you know, this guy, you know, that guy, Oh, this guy. And yeah. you're just like, wow. You're like, you know, they're just naming people. Yeah. These two people that don't even know each other have just worked on a lot of different shows and they're like knowing all these people. And you're like, I thought this industry was like cutthroat big. And it's yeah. like, everybody knows everybody. And it's, it's kind of neat because then it's just like, Hey man, you work with this guy one day, you work with that guy. Like you never know who you right. might be working right. with the next time. And, and I'll, yeah. you know, getting you the next job. I mean, all it takes is like finding one connection and he's like, yeah, dude, I, I'll give you like five guys and hit them up and you have jobs. Yep. 
Yep. You know. Yeah, like uh, the DP that is the main DP on our show. Like whenever we do shoots where we need extra camera ops, they call him. They orig- they'll go to RP and they're like, RP, do you have any camera ops that can shoot? So he'll start calling all of his friends. Yeah. And I mean, if he can't, then they'll start trying to find like uh, other right. means. But like they'll go to the DP or and then or they'll go to like uh, the ACs and say, hey, do you have any ACs or even the camera ops? Do you have any ACs that you would need, you know day play for us tomorrow? Yeah. So it's like, dude, it's just like that, man. Like. You'll be just working one show, and your other buddy, like you know, that does cameras, like, hey, dude, we need a camera. Op. Right. You still camera op, right? And you go, yeah, all right, man. You want to work? <laughs> you know, like that's yeah, so dude, that's that kind of like also keeping those connections. Yeah. And, it's yeah. so yeah, it's and it's I feel like it's so random. It's so right place, right time. Like, I there's I had one of my mentors. She's she was trying to put me in contact with her friend who constantly works, and it was. It just wasn't working out until one day, and he's like, "Yeah, come on this this set, you know." Mm-hmm, and then I got, mm-hmm. got my first paid PA thing, um, but he's been off in a different country, so I haven't had anything recently. But yeah. you know, it's it's, but yeah, it's, it's like things will. I I always feel like things will happen. Things happen the way they're supposed to happen, and then they'll happen when it's like the right time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like everything will play out when it's supposed when to. When it's like. Uh the plan will reveal itself yeah. when you're ready. Yeah. You know, it's well, like my dad always says something cool, like always growing up, like racing and all this stuff when I was young, like, you know, cause, you know, if things didn't work out or I got hurt or just, mm-hmm. you know, you're just down and you just say life is like a book, you know, a book that you can't like, you've never read before, you know, and you're going page by page. Mm-hmm. All you can do is open up that book and read the page for the day. Yeah. You know, that's your life. And, what happens on that page happens on the page. All you do is turn the page. Yeah. Like you go to the next page and it's just like, literally your life is written out. How things are going to play I out completely are agree. going to play yeah. out. You just got to you just read another page. I, in the I book, think, man. and I think that's the most exciting part about mm-hmm. life is like, it's, I mean, this is cliche. It's like, but it's an adventure. And you literally have no idea what's going to happen. No idea. Like you could leave the, my apartment right now and walk out the front door and then someone calls you like, hey, dude, we need you to blah, blah, blah. blah. And you're like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or like, like, so <laughs> I could literally walk out and bump into fucking Steven Spielberg. Right. Like, randomly walk in this neighborhood and just be like, oh, my God. I was actually just with my buddy and we were talking about indie filmmaking, how much yeah. is a passion. He goes, wow. And, just, you know, yeah, and, right. and the next thing you know, he's just like, well, I would love for you to come down to Amblin, dude. You get a knock on your door <laughs> and I'm with Steven Spielberg like, and we shoot the rest yeah, of your podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. And it's like, that's what, cause like I, I read it like in his, in his class we yeah. took together, yeah. like about how like, dude, just like how he got his start. It's just such a, such a cool, like, animated like story you're like that can happen yeah and it actually snuck like, snuck onto the universal yeah it just hid in the back yeah. and, and just like became what was it he became friends with like a librarian no he or? came you, um, with the editor he like snuck into an editing room yeah and like yeah the dude just like and then he starts pass. sweeping the floors in there i would have done anything yeah so you want back massages yeah. sweet like yeah, yeah. i done oh, <laughs> such a neat experience. yeah i, th- I saw so I, I think that's like Oh, dude, life is so exciting because it's like you never know. Exactly. You never know. And But like, because I mean, you start thinking, you're like, well, I mean, life might have had it predicted me. I go this way. Well, what if I go this way? And I'm like, well, that's what life had yeah. for you. That's, that's, what, what, that's, that's what's supposed knew, to happen. Yeah. I knew you were going to do that. Don't, yeah. don't try to fool yeah. it. <laughs> like, you can't fight it. You yeah. Know? You can't. Destiny is destiny, man. Yeah. No. And Completely agree. It's, it's. 
It's scary but beautiful. Yeah, it's scary. Like it's like it's frightening to not know like if you'll ever get to where you want to go or if, like when it'll happen. But it's like at the same time, it's like I'd much rather not be able to look and like. It's awesome that you can't see the future because oh, I'd yeah. rather not know. Exactly. I'd rather just like yeah. let it let it exactly. happen organically. It's like knowing when you're going to die. Yeah. Like why would you want to know when things are going to happen or yeah. when it's going to end? Yeah. Even though when it's going to like start, like you don't want to know that because you're just like, well, that's when it starts. What happens before that or what happens after? Yeah. You know? I mean like, like imagine like if you knew, you could you, probably fuck it up. And it's like. It's like the butterfly yeah, butterfly exactly. effect. Dude. You fuck it up and you're like, wait, why didn't that why happen? Why did that happen? <laughs> I, did, I, I thought I did everything yeah. right. It's like, well, you don't know what you were supposed yeah. to do, right? Because you've thought everything differently. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. That would yeah. be a crazy movie. But now we're really... <laughs> now it's like, we want to go in my but What if that was part of the plan the whole time? <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm excited for this year. I think... I think a lot, like a lot of good stuff. I feel like is gonna ha- is happening, like doing producing that movie, and I just want to make stuff. I want to mm-hmm. write stuff, and mm-hmm. I just want to collaborate more with people. So I'm I'm so glad, happy that you're down to like Dude. do stuff, and Game. I want to you know let's do this photography thing too because I want to no, get no, into it too. No, it's such as I I haven't had anybody, and like yeah. I've like told my wife, I'm like I don't I don't know what to take pictures of. Yeah, I'm like I'm like. I, I'm like, I love you to death, but I get kind of bored taking pictures of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, and I'm sorry. And she hates having her picture taken. So she's yeah. not like the one that's like, like into it. Cause yeah. like, and I, we don't need more pictures of the dogs. <laughs> I have enough of those damn dogs. <laughs> Half of my space on my phone is with those damn dogs. <laughs> and then they're even harder. Cause like every time I try to take a picture, they close their eyes right. or they turn their head. I'm like, I can't, I, I got film. Yeah. I can't be wasting right. this. <laughs> But no, I was joking. Like, so I, you know, that's why I started going to the beach a lot. And I was like mm-hmm. trying to take pictures of the beach. And I just like, I got a couple cool ones, but they just weren't coming out the way I yeah. wanted to. And I mean, maybe because I was doing those in black and white. I'm like, man, maybe I got to do beach photos and like color. But then I started feeling like, I think I did a roll in color and I felt like they felt too just like generic photos. Now yeah. it wasn't like artsy. Right. They were just like, oh, these are your like taking photos with your family mm. but I, I think there's like you know there's like there's gotta be like a trick to it it's like fi- finding that 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 cinematic quality you know like yeah. when you shoot you're like well it's why does you're like why does why does mine just look like a video and like that yeah. looks like a film mm-hmm. you know it's like okay well maybe is it how i'm framing it is it the lighting you know it's, it's, it's like 100% so it's right. like it's you're like right. the same thing with you're with right. with photography i think i mean no, you're i don't right. fucking it's know but framing no like because like when you brought it up earlier about with film like you don't realize how important framing is yeah because like you'll sit there and then all of a sudden you're like you're like you're looking you're like well fuck that's like you know i'm seeing it but this isn't what i'm wanting and yeah before you're just getting you just kind of snap it and you look and you're just like okay well you know snap okay and you're like this you're like uh, yeah. Uh, and you're yeah. Like before you hit that button, right? You know, you're like, I gotta make sure it's a hundred percent right. <laughs> it's so it's so tricky. No, I I found a new love. Like when I started using that, it it, made, it I just a huge respect. Yeah. And like now I remember learning in film class when the dailies, how they would all sit in a room and watch dailies, yeah. and I'm like, how in God's green earth did they have that whole production going, all of that, and have no idea any of that shit was exposed. Like yeah, well that's the stress level. Yeah. like you think it's stressful to be a DP now. Imagine being a DP doing yeah. all this, having all well, these people, and that, not knowing your shit's exposed. Yeah, properly. and I, I wanted to shoot my western on film, and Gansel was like, "Dude, please, he's like, please don't, because if your you DP really. doesn't know how to expose it properly, 
you're gonna waste so much money and time. <laughs> and he's like, I had a he's like, I had a student that did that, came back, it was all underexposed. He's like, he couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, it was dark. It was yeah. just So he's like, please, like, wait to do it at a different time. I'm like, yeah, ah, okay. And it, it is it's an art because the other thing is you have to have a light meter. Yeah, you cannot shoot film like properly. Yeah, and like be can like totally convince you're exposed if you don't have a light yeah. meter and then on top of that you have to have a film light meter not like like there's light meters for digital and there's yeah. light meters for film like and so you gotta like oh, dude, yeah it's, it's so much more it's nuts but i i like i would i can't wait to the day where i can have an ari with fucking film canisters running through dude, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. Who knows, man? By the time there, I film might be gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I mean, there's still movies that are shooting on it. Like there's still TV shows. I'm some ra- TV shows. Um, what? Fucking. Uh, what's his name? Um, God damn it! What's his name? The guy that did. Uh, he he did the Last Jedi. I forget Ryan something. Oh, uh, not. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say singer. Too. I know, right? <laughs> Ryan Johnson. He, he he shot Last Jedi on film. Did he? Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Oh, you know what? I could actually you could see it on some of those uh, some of those scenes. Yeah, yeah. like on the, well, the I outside. Saw, I was scenes. watching the behind the scenes, um, and they had those double you know double things, canisters. Yep. So it's like it's gnarly, dude. I when I got to intern on a show, they were using film, and it was just like crazy because it's like. You know, that's kind of a part of the DPs, too. It's like, you know, they got, or like camera ops, they got to judge when in between certain takes, yeah. they can change film. Like, yeah. they might be going, and it's like, they're really important, and you're just like, uh, I'm running yeah. out of film it's, here. And then all of a yeah. sudden, they have to break, and it kind of sucks because the actor might be just mid, just right. like in it, you know. And, and those things can stop. only hold so much film. Oh, it's yeah. Like, and it's not like a DSLR or I mean, a digital huge how they do it because yeah. like they pop it off, and this dude comes with like a rolly cart. Lily with like a huge case. They open up the case, slide yeah. that one down and pick a whole nother one up. They clean the gates out and they boom, they pop that one on. You're just like, dude rolls off like a rolling <laughs> car with the film. Like you're like, holy shit, Crazy. dude. You're like, I could, ugh, the money just, yeah. like you said, that's, and that's the other thing is like the, like, I just feel like that would just add so much pressure to shoots when you're shooting on film. Yeah. You're like everybody now. Like, I mean, the actors, hey, they, they don't give a fuck. Like, I mean, they're there, they're there. Like, right. you know, but like, you know, every I, single person on set. I feel like, like it, it eliminates the, it's, it's like going back to what we were saying about taking pictures. It, it eliminates like the thing where it's like, okay, well, we can just do take after take. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, we could, but we're going to run out of film. We're going to yep. need more money. Yep. And it's like, yep. so we better like, Get this shit right. It keeps everybody honest. That's what's yeah. good about it. Cause like, like you said, hundred percent, that, that's the big argument. Why like so many directors think like film is important to the art mm. because it makes people actually have to know their shit. Yeah. You know, you actually have to know what stuff is like shooting on your film. Like yeah. you need to know what an ISO is, what yeah. a shutter and what an F stop and what they do to right. affect like the, the, the shot. Yeah. Like Robert Rodriguez, when he was, he did um, El Mariachi, mm-hmm. he only had $5,000 and uh, a, only a certain amount of film, so he's like, oh, wow. so he's like, we couldn't, we couldn't fuck around. Like every shot we had had to be the what we used in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I I couldn't just like say, okay, let's redo it. Yeah, he's it was like, all right, we're moving along. Yeah, he's like, we're if if I had to do a second take, it it killed us because I 
I only had so much film. Wow. So he's like, everything had to be one and done basically. Yeah. And it just shows, yeah. And it just shows you like the importance of like making sure everything is, is right and ready to go. So it's, dude, it's so true with film. Like I, like, like I said, well, shooting on film, I've just developed this whole new respect for the whole idea of it all. And, I am scared shitless to ever even have to shoot on film. Like yeah. I would be so scared. <laughs> like, ugh. but I mean, I feel like it's still a, it's still a norm. It's still, people still do it. Like, yeah, it, especially these big guys, like, you know, Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the aesthetic, like you just, that grain, you yeah. don't get in film. Like I mean, I you like, can put it in post, but it's not the same. Well, like I swear, I think NCIS is shot in film. I don't know. Huh. Cause like my wife is a huge NCIS fan person is a huge NCIS fan and she uh, like we were watching this show and she even said she's like why does the because it was like a shooting an inside shot Mm -hmm. and like you could tell where maybe a light or something was bouncing off a wall it was just grainy you can just see like the grain in it and I'm like looking at I'm like I think they shoot this in film because yeah. you can see where everything was over. Either that or it's shitty cameras. Re- like, I mean, I mean, because like you could tell they were well exposed, mm. but you could see everything that was overexposed yeah. by like the light was grainy because of the ISO mm. in the film. That's all like yeah. I can think of is like, you're actually seeing the ISOs and the overexposed parts of the right. film, you know? <clears throat> and, uh, so I just like, I don't know, like, but like certain shows, like you see and you're looking, you're like, man, I think that's film. Yeah. You know? Uh, but I mean, again, it's a certain aesthetic that adds like how the way they shot jobs, you know, uh, or with, uh, Steve jobs, the one with Fassbender, mm. that like the way the DP did it is like the first scene is shot in film. Then I believe the second scene is shot digitally. And then like the third scene is shot in like IMAX or something like that. Cause it, it's, it's, it's like, it was like a progression. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's supposed to tell the time. I like you know, that. That's like, cool. yeah. So like all like the beginning when he first started, like you get to see the grain yeah. and shit. It was shot on all in film. Oh, cool. then, yeah. So I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's so cool. it's like, it's, it's, it's even now just an aesthetic that you can yeah. add to, you know, like, like if I was like the way I would use it, I mean, just thinking about aesthetic, like every time I would shoot a flashback, I would shoot my flashbacks on oh, film, yeah. shoot everything else <clears> on digital. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's just, I mean, even metaphorically and physically, it's kind of a flashback, right. like, right, right. you know? Yeah. So I, I mean, that's personally like in my mind, how I would yeah. aesthetically I mean, use I, it. I guess it depends on what, what you're trying to go for. Like exactly. if the, the vibe mm-hmm. or if. A period piece, you know, it's, I guess it depends on Yeah, hundred percent. Like if I was shooting like, you know, like your Westerns, like, yeah, yeah. ideally I would want to shoot that on film because yeah. I want that grit, Yeah, you know, and grain. some people just like their movies on film, you know, yeah. So, yeah. who knows? Well, yeah, I think Wolf of Wall Street was on film, wasn't that? Yeah. I mean, Scorsese, Scorsese he does, he's, film. yeah, he won't yeah, shoot. So it, I was it, just like, you visual. can, I, I remember seeing that in that film, like you can just see it, even yeah. though it's a mod, like that film is supposed to be modern, like yeah. complete current times. You well, the eighties, but well, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Give or take. I mean, I you look at it as like modern, t- like yeah. you know, uh, you know. But it's like you just still felt that that vintageness. Yeah, that it gave it that you weren't. It's modern, but it's it's yes. not. It's older. It's a, right. this is another time we're talking about. Yeah, not like a made up time. You know. 
So yeah, dude, it's it's I'm so down, man. Yeah, dude. I'm, this year, I, yeah, I I have high hopes for this year. It's yeah, gonna... so we you got to tell me where you get your film from so I can go buy because I was just yeah. buying like this like film that was uh, expired because oh, I would go into this film. Shit. He's like, hey, he's like, dude, to be honest, he's like, there's nothing wrong with expired film. I mean, he's oh. like, if it's like really really old, he's like, but if it's been like kept in cool conditions, mm. he's like, it's fine. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's yeah, like, it I, might I add mean, some cool color distortion. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you. I mean, it's I got it from Amazon. It's nowhere special, but see, I think that's the other reason too is like what makes film look good. Like, mm. is the type of film I yeah. think you're buying. Like, yeah. If you buy of shit course. film, like it's probably just gonna look like generic. Right. You know, uh, the film like you buy in the disposable cameras. Like you're just like, because I mean, I don't. I would have to say, no matter how cinematic you probably made it, yeah. if you take it like, those disposable cameras, you can just. I'm, I'm sure there's someone that can make a disposable camera. I yeah. bet. I bet. Dude, yeah. I, I bet you if you gave it to like one of the world's best photographers, photographers. he's just like, yeah, dude, you just it's like he's like, just, he's like, he just holds this. Well, he's like, hey, can you just angle that light yeah. this way and that way, and then yeah. click bounce, and he's like, what the fuck? Fox. <laughs> no, no, I, I would I'd like, yeah, he puts like a filter, like he puts like a, yeah. a gel in front of the camera. Adds effects, dude. That'd be crazy. What a crazy challenge that that would be. Yeah. So you can make the best yeah. disposable camera. <laughs> like you got, hey, you got 30 pictures to try to make it happen. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. Oh, All right, man. I think, uh, I think yeah. it's time to wrap it up. No problem, All dude. Right. Um, well, thanks, dude. Uh, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. It's been, it's been fun. Um, I, I'm super seriously looking forward to like just collaborating and doing more shit. Mm-hmm. Like even if you, if you have ideas too, let's. Let's yeah. do them, man. Let's yeah. just because I mean, what else are we gonna do? We'll sit around and be lazy, you know? I know so. that's like the biggest toughest part is like when I start thinking of stories. Like I always joke, like, I can only think of scenes. Yeah, I, well, I, I feel so stupid. Like, but I'm like, I think of just scenes sometimes. But that I like, mean, like that's like where things spark because like if you like where I I the western that I just did um uh a couple weekends ago, like I told my my roommate wrote it the script and I was like. All I see is a, so basically I don't have a, a full idea yet. It's just basically all I see right now is you're leaning up against the rocks on the ocean and you're loading a gun. He's like, but and I'm like, I have something to do really quick. So I'll come out in an hour and we can work on it. And I come back out and he's like, dude, I have the script. And so yeah. it's like, it's like just, if you have one scene, one yeah. little shot, it's like yeah. you can make this whole world. So it's, you know, no, collaboration, dude, dude. It is dude. Like it seriously is like, that's funny. You said like one minute straight. Like that reminds me. I always joke like, Batman and Superman playing rock, paper, scissors and Batman pulls rock and it's kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I always thought like that would have been yeah. kind of funny. Like just serious, like just like hard cuts and like, yeah. you know, extreme close-ups and just yeah. like the, well, I, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I just, I just did this other short. Um, it's, it was uh, like, um, you know, like in those movies where it's like spies and they're like chasing after each other, yeah, yeah. and then they come up and they come up and have their guns at gunpoint, and it's like "see you in hell" sort of thing. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so the idea was like they they get to that square up and they just deliver shitty one-liners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, because I so. was just my wife was just watching CSI and like they had, they have the always yeah. at the beginning of every episode they have the worst one yeah. liners. So I'm, I'm waiting for the guy to finish editing it, but yeah, oh, we, dude, that's perfect. Yeah. Oh, I gotta tell you just one more before we're done. Like that was the CSI where this bullet ricocheted, hit, and like they noticed when they're investigating, it went up through the roof, 
and you see the dude like <laughs> looking up through it and he's like with a camera and he sees there's a body laying next to him so it like ricocheted and oh, shots shit. him he's just like well, I guess this murder has a second story. <laughs> <Ba-bam>. <laughs> <Ba-da-down>. <laughs> what a terrible, what a terrible dude. I guess this murder has a second story. Like, and on that note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Wow, but no, so man, I, I really appreciate yeah, you having dude. me. Thanks. Dude. Yeah, this was it fun. Was awesome. Thanks for being the, the first guest of the new year. I, whoa, there. <laughs> Siri didn't understand. <laughs> But yeah, thanks for coming on, dude. Dude, uh, no, that's awesome. I hope this is one for many more for you, dude. Yeah, I hope this like keeps we'll going s- on, and we'll see what happens. You know, you know I, I'm assuming it'll blow up after my episode. I, I probably it will. Probably it will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anything you want to plug? Uh, go watch Ball in the Family so I can stay employed a little bit <laughs> yeah. longer. Uh, Ball in the Family okay. on Facebook Watch. Cool. Yeah, I'll link. Uh, I'll link it below. And then also, uh, I did say it earlier. My friend Kevin McBride has a short coming out. I don't really. I don't know if I'll have a. You'll have a link or okay. for it, but it's called Under the Hood. It's a really cool little uh, short. If you guys could uh, definitely give him some love and some likes so he can get into his indie contest, that would be amazing. Yeah. And <laughs> anywhere uh, you want people to find you? Uh, yeah, man. You guys can. Uh, if anybody wants to find me uh, at at Brody underscore Prather. B-R-O-D-I-E underscore P-R-A-T-H-E-R. Find me. Uh, I'm a PA for hire. <laughs> I like to do everything. Awesome. <laughs> I'll definitely put the link in the description. Yeah, dude. I um, appreciate that, man. Yeah, of definitely course. do. Th- uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you all. Uh, you can f- uh, find me on Instagram at Harrison Burger, Twitter at Harrison C. Burger, uh, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Um, subscribe to the video podcast on YouTube, and you can find this podcast anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Thank you again for listening. I truly appreciate you. Hope everyone has had a great holiday season. Happy New Year. I hope this new year is fruitful as it can be for everybody. Uh, Brody, thank you again for being here. I, I truly appreciate it, and I, I'm excited for this year to see what we do and accomplish. Definitely, buddy. Definitely. I can't thank you again for having me. Of this course. is awesome. And of course. Yeah, dude. Hopefully, this will, hopefully, I'll be able to come on again at a yeah. later time and we'll have a lot more interesting, yeah. like, think, progression to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I would like, love to see, stuff. like, where in like a year or two where, where stuff has gone. Exactly. That'd be cool. No, like, that'd be super cool. Like a retrospective. That'd be cool. Definitely, dude. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, guys, again for listening. I will see you next week. That's a cut. <laughs>